0: Welcome to the Spirits of Trollskull. Come in, pull up a chair. I would love to tell you some stories about my friends.
1: Hello, and welcome to D4, where I, Dustin. And I, Devin, Codium, a fifth edition game of Dungeons. And Dragons. (laughs) And as you might be noticing, we are back at remote play this week. And for transparency, there was a positive COVID case despite our safety measures, and we want to ensure the safety of our players and our crew, both physically and mentally. We will hopefully be back in the studio next week, but this is the world we live in, and we want to thank you all for being understanding and patient with us so that we may continue to deliver a quality show every week.
2: And uh, since you all loved him so much, and his wonderful character, Shervy. Um, and this decision has nothing to do with him still being in town and her story being incomplete at all. Has nope. nothing to do with that. Um, we can say that we listened to all of you, the fans, and uh, we decided to bring the amazing and wonderful KP from KP11 Studios back so that you, the fans, can enjoy him and his wonderful uh, changeling bard Shervy for one more week. Thank you, KP. For our Thank you
3: guys for having me back. Thank you so much for saying that my character was actually loved and that was the reason you brought me back and not because we did not get the chance to complete the story. Uh, and yay! <laughs>
1: <laughs> and without further ado, let us immerse ourselves into the Chronicles of D4. And we're back. Last time on Demiurge Daughter in a Discordant Dimension. The group individually came out of their separate visions as their perspective warped and twisted into the unknown chaos that is the plane of limbo. As they are surrounded by scattered and raging undead revenants, they spent a majority of the time trying to understand the nearly inconceivable world around them as they all tried different methods to figure out how to move, how magic works, through chaotic manipulation, how to stabilize sanctuaries and manipulate the ever-changing, volatile chaotic matter around them. In the distance, they are led by
2: a beacon of pleasing synesthesia in the world of discordant chaos. when you a place where you hear smells, see sound and smell color. When they all arrive, they find one woman a one-woman band changeling bard named Shervy. The BFGs, ensure, uh, unsure of what is real, share most of what their visions are in the mist, and learn that Shervy is a traveler across many worlds, similar to Orkira, and Freely, and Averin, and is trying to reconnect with her long-lost family. Across their journey through the elsewhere, they encounter many strange things, constant shifting hazardous materials that bombard them, nearly killing Sasha and Harold. A living spell of mass wounds befriends them all before unknowingly and painfully sacrificing itself in order to heal them. They meet two sentient rocks that were just having a private conversation and find it rude uh, that they impeded on that conversation of them just trying to find a place to chill, alright? Just mind your business. And uh, as well as a myriad of other things that they encounter. Eventually, they find a lithe monk fighting a blue toad-like creature. They learn to be called a Slod, where they watch the monk literally manipulate the matter around them to aid him in the fight as Shirvi locks the creature in place and V aids in slaughtering it before
1: things get out of hand. They learn the odd-looking injured man is a Gitzarai named Glarthuk, a monk of Shroxlor the great monastery city stronghold of the Githzerai that live within Limbo. He is wary of them and distrustful of their obvious inner chaos, juxtaposed to his extremely disciplined and sharply focused calm mind, which he illustrates can have sway over the chaos around them. They learn that the only rest one can achieve in the plane of chaos is within one, self. After many attempts to stabilize the chaos into a sanctuary, Harold is able to focus his mind just barely enough to replicate the cleanest and nicest public bathroom he has ever seen as he recalls something from Waterdeep. The BFGs, or the bathroom floor gang, find the first moment of respite in the chaos since they have entered the mists within the high forest as they sleep on the cold tile bathroom floor like a bunch of burnout teens that party too hard at a psychedelic rave. After resting, the party
2: follows the monk to this colossal fortress monastery tower. They see it is protected by an army of chained and mind-controlled slod of every color. Upon entering, the Githzerai warns them to keep up and to not get lost as the adamantine building constantly shifts around them like a puzzle cube entrapping them in darkness as they move swiftly through the entrapping labyrinth together. On the other side, they found a massive multi-level monastic training compound where a full city community of Githzerai practiced sharpening their focus and skills of both physical and mental capacity. The area was perfectly attended to with attention to balance and harmony in design, layout, and practice where Glarfk kept
1: reiterating that it all starts from within. The BFGs and Shurvi are then escorted to a private room while their monk guide ventures off to see the Anar, or the the Anar, who speaks for Mener Ag, the Githzerai leader that knows how to map the ever-changing, endless chaos of Limbo and where Shirvi may find what she is looking for. While in the empty monastery room, the ornate wooden walls, the party watches as the sunken area of sand manifests into the images and creations of their own thoughts. While they wait, many of them reflect on their past and familial connections as Shervy introduces them all to sand creations of three of the four bardic found mothers as she cannot remember the last. sasha does the same with her fathers in kind while Harold stares down at a mask that mimics the Harlequins, and Vinley stares silently at a mimicry of her own mother. As they prepare for what they might face and begin to play in the
2: sandbox, Glarth returns with the feminine Anarch as she connects
1: minds physically with everyone besides Sasha. After asking everyone if they are ready to face the reflections of their true selves, The sands beneath them instantly solidifies into glass layered over a polished silver floor. And that is where we pick up tonight's story. You hear Glarth
2: speak up. And uh, also speaks within your mind as you have the telepathic bond connected with him. This process will show you something that will not be easy for you to accept. However... It is the first step in understanding oneself, and with practice in self reflections, you can possibly learn to quell the chaos that lies within you. Prove you are capable of doing this, and the Anarch Shast will speak on behalf of Minyar Og, the great Zarai, if you are found worthy of his respect and knowledge. As you focus, on yourselves in the looking glass. Listen to Anak Shostk, as she will try to help you with the enlightenment we have learned over eons. Shall we begin?
4: I, uh, can we, like, get, like, some water or something? Can we have to, like, start, like, now? Is it, like, an immediate thing? Because Thank I could you. probably, like, give it a a week or two you know
3: this place seems pretty nice and I'm sure let's, you'll make... let's just skip the server with Harold it, I, I, I would like to go find my family if possible so maybe a little bit sooner than a week Now would be nice
2: and you see um the Anarch hold out a hand as a glass like a goblet kind of like in a clay jar uh floats over to, it, like, past her and towards you, Harold.
0: Saisha walks over to Harold and just kind of takes one of his hands. It's okay. Uh, We can do this. uh, We can. We have to, Harold.
2: And, Harold, you see that in that, you know, clay goblet... um,
4: there, it's water. I will take the water and just chug it unceremoniously. Just anything to buy time at this point. And I will nod my respect and awkwardly go walk back over with it and hand it over. <laughs> <laughs>
1: In the chaos that is the duality of ourselves, there is the material self and the spiritual or shadow self. In our material self, we do everything for survival, whether that be literally through fighting off the chaos of the world around us so that we may live, or metaphysically through sustaining our ego through our lineage and legacy. In this, we focus on the world around us and the mutual impact we have with it and on it through wealth, status, friends, family, occupation, and more. Where the material world is connected to our five senses, the githzerai focus on purity through harmonizing the chaos of the world around us. This starts from within, with your ego, id, and superego. The manifestations of your spiritual and shadow self Where the material self focuses on survival, the spiritual self focuses on purpose and understanding. However, those are different for each individual. Only you can fully understand yourself and find your purpose, but also only after you have shed away everything hiding it. Now look down and see your true self.
4: And, and, and a
3: summary of that, that kind of all went over my head. But. I looked
4: down. Oh, I look down.
3: Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Glarth s-
2: speaks up, uh, speaking to you, Shervie, and goes, Pay attention. The Anarch speaks so that you may know enlightenment. But she speaks of the duality of the material self and the spiritual self. And you are now reflecting upon the second. And as you look down into the reflection of the mirror, you see everyone around you in their normal form as you see them regularly. Everyone but yourself. You looking at yourself, you see someone or something that is foreign and almost alien to you staring back at you. What you see is a true manifestation of your inner conflict and chaos. Your deepest and probably darkest emotions made manifest and scarred across your body. However, these are not the surface emotions that are easily identifiable, like anger of betrayal, lust for power, or sadness of loss. No, these are the emotional onion layers deep beyond those surface feelings. The catalyst of the blanket emotions that protect you from seeing the truth of the real, raw emotions that you hide from yourself and from uh, and refuse to face through guilt, fear, blame, grief, vices, or even ego. They manifest as abstract and alien concepts similar to the true forms of divine beings. Some may see feelings lost through abandonment show as... Being hollow and empty, or a hole in the chest where the heart should be, or even ethereal in form as you were forgotten and neglected entirely altogether. So, everyone, think deep and hard about what you have been through from the beginning and up until now, how your life has shaped you, broken you, and manipulated you into what you had to become to hold off against what lies deep inside. You do not have to face your reflections if you do not wish to. But if you do, tell us what you see when you look at the chaos inside of yourself and why. Who would like to go
5: first?
0: I'll go first.
5: Get it, kid. Okay. The silence is deafening.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um... I I think Sasha looks down into this this mirror and the her form kind of swirls and almost like a drop hits the center of mass for her reflection and as it moves out she sees the following A thin wisp of a woman with swirling red hair and sunken eyes. Her expression appears tired and frightened, but her jaw is set and there is determination in her eyes. She is tired and exhausted with fighting against the growing darkness within and surrounding her, but she knows she can't give up and she refuses to let the Elder Eye take her. She knows it's her hope and faith in others that brings light to the world of those around her and she refuses to let that be stripped away from herself. On her forehead are three are drawn three closed eyes, drawn on with what appears to be a black ichor with a shifting silver sheen to it. And this represents her connection to Golor. The ichor is reminiscent of Mother's Milk, swirling in place and constantly moving. Seisha sees this as a reminder that she knows the tie to the stone is dangerous but necessary, both for information to fight the Elder Eye and for making her feel like she has worth to the group with her incredible memory. She believes the cost is worth the reward. Her face and body look beaten and bloodied. She's taken a lot of damage and pain on her journey, and the pain and her suffering have left marks on her soul. She wears a softly glowing, golden Grecian-style gown that turns to rolling fog at the knees. Around her neck rests the holy symbol of Agma, and over her heart is the pin of the Emerald Enclave. Rather than being metal, however, the scroll of Ogma is a small vellum scroll with silver, or, I'm sorry, with golden caps. The emerald enclave pin is actually a leaf with vines splayed across her breast. These attributes are the positive things she finds comfort in. Ogma and what she believes to be her mother's influence are represented in the gown. The tokens have taken these new forms because they're so real to her, and they are the anchors that she sets her beliefs by, not merely symbols to let others know who she is. Her wings are out. Each is the usual feather to mist in appearance, but instead of a feathered edge, the outer structure is an arm ending in a hand with an eye in it. She sees her divinity and the eye's influence in her radiant soul form. She believes she is still mostly herself, but cannot deny the encroaching corruption has a hold on her. Scattered across her body's skin are a quartet of names written out in Celestial. These are the names of the four innocents she killed at the docks. Also appearing is a scar that looks like the one over Voss's heart from where she stabbed him while controlled by the illithid. These scars represent her greatest regrets, the guilt she will forever carry even if she suppresses the thoughts of them that always—they are always a part of her. In her left hand is a scale. On one side, a heart made of cracked glass. On the other is a brain made of polished marble. The heart rests low as the heavier of the two. She sees this as a representation of how she follows her heart more than her mind. The cracks in the glass are indicative of her recent suffering and the devastating loss of people she loves. The marble symbolizes her strength of mind, something she has come to appreciate in her fight against the hag's curse. Her right hand is bathed in golden light, with mist flowing down from her fingertips. But black tendrils are rising and undulating from a scar across her palm. Again, this is representative of her divinity. The scar is from where she clawed the eye from her palm in her recent confrontation with her solar. It represents her connection to him and the constant struggle to protect him from her curse. Behind her is the stained glass window of the BFGs, but each figure is altered. V is standing up straight in a stance of great confidence. Benly is clad in Seisha's armor. Harold is cracked. Boss's figure is in silhouette, and Rokira is outlined, but there's no glass inside that lead lining. Instead, there's a shaft of sunbeam coming through where she stands. Saisha is absent, but the Stone of Golor is in her place. Saisha feels like V has come into her own and understands who she is and the good things she deserves. V has become the strength of the group, not just physically, but emotionally as well. She believes Venli carries a lot of the same pain as Sasha, and that's why it's the Asmar's role to protect her from further harm at the hands of the world. Her anguish over attacking Harold, combined with her unspoken resentment of how he handled confronting Voss, has her feeling confused and guilty. Her relationship with the Bard is fractured right now. Not broken, but cracked. Orkira is gone, but the light she brought them is still with them. Voss. Sesha looks at the black figure, the void in her world. She wants to hate him for abandoning her, but, much like the case of her mother, Sesha buries the pain and rejection behind a belief that there was some greater reason. She knows Voss isn't always a good person, but she also believes he has good intentions. She feels the emptiness where she wishes she felt love. She believes he told her in a way that he cares, but she resents that he wouldn't just say it. She misses him and wants to hate him to make the pain of losing him lessen, but she can't. She feels like she failed him, that her inability to be trusted enough for him to open up to her is her fault, that if she hadn't spoken out in moments of hurt and anger, if she had been strong enough to resist the Illithid's command, he would still trust her and he would still be there. Sasha's absence is a product of her feeling of unworthiness. She believes that the group doesn't see her for what she is—a creature on the precipice of grace or ruin. She feels her only value in the group is one: her ability to gather information from the stone, and usually withstand the side effects. And two, being hopeful. On a table beside Sasha is a small bloom vase containing a wild rose and a columbine blossom, representing herself and Gariel. Beside that lays her mother's journal. It lays open to the page where Sasha was born and her mother wrote about the love she had felt. The words have been crossed out and an upside-down triangle filled with a counterclockwise swirl and the word liar are written over them in red ink. Sasha fears her mother is the goddess Lara and that she has lost her, and that has left her lost in confusion and dread. She knows in her heart that if she's right, the goddess may never admit it say she will never have confirmation or the mother's love she so desperately sought as she faces this reflection she's overcome with a sense of anger and self-pity
2: as you stare deeper into this glass looking upon your deep-seated emotional form you see that you are not alone you see all of those in the room around you again normal as you see them however they are not the only ones there that you see. At first, you expect it to be the manifestations of your solar, or possibly even Golor, or perhaps the innocents you have slain standing behind you that are just scars upon your body now. However, as you look into the embered, empty sockets of tens, if not thousands, and that expand into a sea of just souls, You know that behind you is none other is none of the things that you had wanted to perceive before. You feel the weight of their stories, their misdeeds, and their sins. You look upon their mutilated bodies, tortured and burning with the embers of hellfire, as you now see the pain and burden of knowing a greater pit fiend's true name.
1: People will do anything, no matter how absurd, in order to avoid facing their own souls. They will devote their lives to chaos and tempt death through adventuring, drown themselves with endless knowledge, partake in extreme revelry, even devote themselves to extreme regimens in the falsehood of believing it is positive growth. They do all of this because they do not have the will or courage to face their inner selves and believe that nothing useful could truly come out of their own souls teeming with chaos. Who wants to go next?
2: I uh, I I think I can go. Okay. What does Vinley see when she looks upon the mirror?
6: As
5: Finley approaches the mirror, she steals her expression in expectation of facing down the visage of herself twisted into the monstrous form of a lich once again. She takes a deep breath and lets her eyes rest on the smooth silvery mirror surface. The breath escapes in a ragged sigh as she sees her reflection. A thin wisp of a girl stands before Finley with a matted nest of unkempt black hair. Looking up at her with bright green eyes through a never-ending stream of tears. She cries because of the pain she's been through, Finley thinks, at the hands of her family, of Illitron, of the world, of her magic, and of herself. The stream of tears fall down her pale skin face across a field of scars, showing every ounce of abuse she has endured and mixes with the rivers of black pulsing veins of sickening necrotic energy that threaten to engulf her entirely from the inside out. Just as her magics, no, just as her desire for that power does. Vinley pities the vision, refusing to accept that this is her, thinking that this must be some kind of cruel trick, until her eyes rest on the girl as a whole. Not focusing on the face anymore, she sees the disturbing shadow behind the girl, gently and effortlessly relaxing his arms across her shoulders in what would be a protective or a caring gesture, if it wasn't for the shadow's gruesome grin stretched across his face. The shadow of Illitron's hand moves across the girl's left collarbone, proudly caressing an open wound carved into the girl just above her heart in a way that screams at Binley, look at what you did, Vinny. She realizes in that moment that the wound is a name written in Infernal. Davil Star Song. The ever-present reminder that Vinley was willing to remove someone else's freedom of choice for her own survival. Vinley begins to silently panic, clenching her jaw tighter and tighter, threatening to shatter her, shatter her own teeth. As the vision overwhelms her, she thinks about her friends to try and calm herself, but that only gives way to Voss's words of warning that Vinley would cross any line to assure her own safety and gain ultimate power under the guise of safeguarding others. After all, what kind of person would attempt to sell another soul? Vinley accused herself. She begins hyperventilating, unable to catch up to the thoughts racing through her mind as she clutches the sides of her head, wanting to scream or to run. Run. That's what you do when things get too hard, isn't it, Vinnie? You cut the ones you endangered off because they're just walking corpses. Pathetic. The shadow spits at her through a clenched, almost painful smile. Vinli shakes her head, not in refusal, but in clarity, as the shadow digging its hands into the girl's shoulder begins to twitch and jerk, as its form changes into a more feminine shape, her shape. Vinley gasps as she looks once again into her own eyes, now devoid of any ounce of compassion, her pale skin now gray and riddled with signs of rot and decay. Or maybe you're the corpse trying so desperately not to become like one of your little playthings. The shadow of herself then motions her hand towards the black handkerchief tucked into one of her pockets. Binley begins whispering to herself, no, I am alive. I am alive over and over again as she collapses to the ground touching the mirror. She can hear her own voice in her head laughing at her the way Illitron laughed at her the night she killed him. As the girl in the mirror reaches into her collar of her tattered linen dress and pulls free a large golden locket from the cloth. It sparkles and glistens more beautifully than anything Vinley has ever seen. The little girl opens it, revealing three shapes. A tiny sprig of a Jericho rose, as green and as lovely as ever. A string from a lute that hums a melody as gently as the summer winds, and finally, a soft blue silk wrapped cocoon that vibrates with life beginning to change and evolve into something new and spectacular. Vinley's mind begins to race to try and comprehend what this girl is trying to tell her. She thinks of the people connected to each item. Fala gave that rose to her in a moment of weakness for Vinley, not out of pity, but out of worry for someone they cared about. Davil's lute string that played a song for Vinli that calmed her ever-growing anxiety that night in Uloven, and Savard, the little insignificant bug that chose to stay with Finley for its entire existence and beyond. Vinli thinks about her friends beside her and the people she cares for in Waterdeep and accepts for the first time in a way that cannot be ignored by her cold cynicism that she exists both to protect them and to be protected by them, not out of duty or obligation, but because that is simply what you do for the people you love. The girl holds the locket to the edge of the mirror and whispers in harmony with Finley, we are alive.
1: To be solely focused on positivity is a philosophy and practice of hypocrisy because you deny yourself the necessity of letting yourself truly feel and be your whole self. Your oppressed emotions and turmoil will manifest itself eventually on its own accord if you do not control it by letting yourself feel and process all of the emotions that manifest within you. A song is meaningless if it is not truly born from the whole of your heart. Who wants to go next?
0: I think they're gonna make somebody go oh, yeah no. yeah uh okay. i think at this I can, point i can, I
7: can oh. go oh you want to okay
3: can, no you no can. go
0: go Ah, there you go go go
7: all go, right, go 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 right, <laughs> right. mine is not as um long <laughs> forgive me all right so uh v looks and at first glimpse you might think you're looking at a, a giant angry bear in a dress and that's not what it is. That's what you might think if you saw from like a really far distance. You'd be like, what the heck is that? Um, so uh, she sees a woman who is large, larger than V actually is. Like muscles are much bigger. She's just like a bigger, almost like a more beefier, giant version of herself. Um, hair is completely. Unkept, looks like it's never been brushed a day in its life not that you should be brushing curly hair anyways um and it's got like a bunch of like twigs and leaves and like stuff stuck in it um she is wearing like this really nice dress um but it's like super ripped up and tattered but it looks like it's from some of the most expensive cloth like it's like this cream cover color with this covered in gold filigree Um, the fact that it's all tattered and worn shows that she doesn't this is supposed to represent the fact that nothing will ever be good enough it could be the nicest thing in the world and there's always going to be something that's better and she's not going to take the time to ever take care of it and make sure that it stays nice um, because it's easily replaceable and um, she looks like intensely very like angry she's like hu- like that heavy huffing breathing like maybe she just got out of a battle or something like this really intense scary really scary like focused anger and it's like very decisive um she's holding uh, her grandmother's axe but it's completely soaked in blood it's just dripping you almost don't even realize that's what like that it's that axe because like you can't see the color you can only really like to see the shape of it um and it's just you know when that represents the fact that when V gets impulsive and she's angry she feels like she could tear anything and anyone down that gets in her way without a second thought um and uh she pulls out of like a little pocket the dress has pockets um a still beating heart it's very large very large heart not like a human heart like probably maybe a goliath heart uh it's insinuated that the heart's still beating like it's alive somehow and uh this represents uh, her heart of her father in the sense that she doesn't want to let him live but she also also doesn't want to let him die but she also is always so angry and so upset and just wants to also like beat him at his own game and she eats it And everyone else looks exactly the same as they did that day.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, so we know a lot about the deep-rooting emotions that arrive from your father. Um, and it feels like a lot of this is having to deal with never feeling good enough in his eyes, but also fearing that she may one day also become like him. This is... How does that manifest what does that look like how is you know where does that stem from
7: um i can't think of a visual representation outside of a feeling and emotion Mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of her anger and determination and the intensity and the size that she is to me i felt like was sort of representative of like how big her father is and how she you know feels like she needs to be bigger like him but also doesn't want to be but also wants to be it's like a, it's a back and forth thing so uh, that was part of the her being like large and muscular and like bear like almost sort of uh, yeah. look
2: sounds great it's amazing. And you hear the Anarch speak up once again.
1: A glass is never half empty or half full. It is both and neither. It is simply refillable. A glass that is full cannot learn, and a glass that is empty cannot teach. The water is our experiences, and we learn from the experience that is the ever-flowing river of chaos that is our lives. You must find balance in yourself to find balance outside of yourself. To do this, you must let yourself feel the pain of chaos in its many forms, but also process those feelings from where they manifest inside ourselves. Who would like to go next?
3: You're muted. Uh, yes, I guess uh, we will go up in front. Um, and... You see her looking into this water, and suddenly she's teleported. And what, like, you're seeing her through her perspective, through her eyes. And initially, what seemed like she was five foot six, five foot four, five ish, suddenly now the perspective shifts to a much shorter level, much lower level. You're almost like table height, which would put her at around five, five, I mean, uh, 410 ish. And, uh, You see her looking quite joyful at first, very happy, just um, on the ground, you know, playing with some toys when suddenly she looks up and she looks to be in like a tavern sort of situation. And then the door has opened and in the distance you see four figures walking off. It's silhouetted. You can't quite tell what they actually look like. And the face of joy that that she was having suddenly drops and she goes, no, 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 don't don't leave, don't leave, no, hold up, hold up, please, please. And then she gets up uh, wobbling at first and then starts walking towards the door and as they can't hear her and keep moving, she starts picking up her pace, starts running at a certain point and as she goes and she tries to reach for them, you see her grab on? And as, you, as she grabs, it almost feels like she's grabbing onto the fabric of, of reality or space and it tears. And each time she grabs and tears, she seems to be teleported to a new location, getting more and more desperate. You see the first tear jumping into a forested area, the next one jumping into uh, this very mystical desert with floating rock, another one going through what almost seems like space. And each one pulls her to a different location and she's getting more and more desperate. What you also notice now is that as she's tearing at these locations, you see her visage tear along with it. Each time her features change, she's now what once was a uh, almost a tiefling, tiefling-looking girl, changes into an elf, then into a uh, a green goblin, and it's each one just constantly shifting her look as she's having to adjust to different locations, to different scenarios, getting more and more defer- desperate, never quite reaching the people that she's wanting to reach ever more. They seem to be just going further and further away from her. And she just starts crying, going, please, please just, no, take me with you. Just, just take me with you. Why, did, don't leave me here, please. Please, 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 no. Uh, and you just see her finally trip over something and fall on the ground. And when she gets up, she's back again in that tavern. And then when she looks at herself in the mirror, she doesn't even have a feature. It's her face is blank. And she starts patting her face, trying to remember what she actually looked like on that day when they had left not knowing what her features originally looked like, whether they would ever recognize her if they saw her again, whether she would recognize them. She seems to have this image of them, but doesn't feel like it was real. Maybe, maybe it wasn't how they actually look like. Maybe in all these adventures, they might have crossed paths and she hadn't known and they didn't see her and she didn't see them. And you just see her continue to clutch her face, trying to speak, trying to cry, but no sound coming out because she doesn't remember her original voice. She doesn't understand why she can't remember. It's been so long. And you just see her on the ground shaking as if though she's crying without noise, without sound, without any physical emotions manifesting. When all of a sudden a single note cuts through And she looks forward and then she sees in the distance, a lute and she walks up to it. And picking that lute up, you see eyes form on her face. And then as she starts crawling forward once more in the distance, she sees another note add on, a flute this time. And out there in the distance, she sees the instrument and then she goes up and picks that up and adds it to her back. And then with that, a nose forms on her face. And then now she's not so much crawling, but kind of stumbling forward. And then you hear the beat of drums. She sees those in the distance and grabs it, attaches it to her body with that lips form. And then finally, as she's walking forward, more and more of these instruments come to her. A a harp a uh, kazoo and each instrument adds not only onto her body, but features back onto her face and notes come together and finally form a symphony. And you see Shurvy again in her current form, in her current, what she sees herself now as. And except this time, but what she had Uh, She had initially just teal-colored hair, just uh, almost silver in color, is now fiery red. She has markings on her face just showing the stories of the places that she's been. And you hear in the background the symphony at her back of the song that her mother, all four of them would play for her. And then you just hear her look forward and go... One more step, and then walk through the door once more. And that's where it goes.
1: Some lessons leave wounds causing ourselves to create shields or masks to cover our pain. But these protective covers do not bandage or mend our wounds. Beneath our shields and our masks is our shadow, an impulsive Wounded, sad, or isolated part that we generally try to ignore. Hoping that if we bury it enough, we can destroy it. However, the shadow can be a source of emotional richness and vitality. And acknowledging it can be a pathway to healing. And an authentic life.
4: There's only one left. Oh god, here we go. For all of you at home, I'm a pretty emotional person, so if I get emotional, I apologize. Don't um, so Harold, uh, and, and all these other people wrote these really beautiful things. And I told myself that I wouldn't be authentic if I didn't just do it off the top of my head. So here we go with what tiny amounts of notes I have. Harold look like Harold hesitates. He's clearly the last one that wants to look down. <sighs> and he looks down. And as he looks down, he sees a, he sees himself but his smile is stretched much wider than normal and he looks just absolutely happy. And he's walking, and he notices that he's walking not on the ground, but on music. It is actual stretched music going miles and miles. And he recognizes the notes immediately and and knows the, the name of the song. It's the dance macabre. And he sees this grinning face marching along, and it's almost like a play with all these people with him. And you recognize these people, and they're you guys, but they're all you as yourselves but as the music goes on you all slowly drift further and further away and he continues to march to the beat and you see him starting to drag and getting slower and the music's getting slower and darker it starts to play in minor and he reaches up and you realize that he doesn't have his mask on his shoulder he pulls the smiling face off of his face And behind that, as he puts it on his shoulder, everything starts to change. Behind that is a muddled porcelain that doesn't have distinct features anymore, forgotten from something he he can't quite put together. Whoever this is, there is no face. There is no memory of who this person was. Just the pieces. And just like porcelain, it's shattered all over. And you see a red liquid holding them together. And as each piece falls, he struggles to keep them in place while keeping the beat and the music. You notice that in his back, as his clothes change to those of a purple jester, just like those of of the person that used to be his best friend, stretched from his back are blades long and Kind of bunched up all in one place in his back. You immediately would recognize Boss's knife. You would recognize Matt's, you see uh, the same weapons that Matt uses. You recognize uh, weapons that hung in the walls of the castle landers. You see a fork that his father favored. All of these things are jammed into his back so deep that he's having, str- he's struggling to move. And his jester clothes, once again, they, they are absolutely reminiscent of the Harlequin. From his hands, there are just, it's weeping blood that leaves these trails of notes behind him. And he's struggling to keep all of this together at once. As he continues to go, he sees a broken harp in the distance that he's, you can tell, he looks at it like he really wants to be able to play but there's just something keeping him from it. And he continues to march past it. You see now there are chains that whip down and catch him in the shoulders, jolting his body. And they all stretch up to different things. One of the chains is made of vines and leaves and has bugs crawling across them and stretched to a fey creature, the one that has given him his powers most recently but the muddled features and such make it hard to see. It's more silhouetted than it actually existing. There's another one that stretches and it looks like it has multiple designs. Some of them are scientific, some of them are magical and they stretch to Avrin, who's holding it but doesn't seem like he cares too much and it seems to be in a conversation with somebody else. You notice that there's one for, that stretches up that has thorns all the way through it to the rose who's gripping it tightly and twisting and is whispering to somebody you can't see. And finally, you see one for the Harpers who look confused and as if they're trying to find where he is. You see him begin to... (sighs) Oh. You see Pixel in a cage in the woods, reaching for him. And he knows it's his fault. On the other side of the music, you see the castelliners reaching for him as they're being led to the gallows. And he knows it's his fault. And as he begins to step over, the bodies stretched across the music. No matter how close he gets to the end, it seems to stretch further. And there's one small body on the road. And he doesn't want to look. But he knows it's Petunia. And he knows it's his fault. And Harold grits his teeth tries to push past it all, and he grabs the mask so tight it almost breaks, and he shoves it back over the porcelain. And where the grin was, he just looks determined, and continues to play the music and march forward towards that ending.
2: Thank you all for these wonderful descriptions and these self-reflections. I will take a moment out of play. Is everyone okay? Yeah. (sighs) Okay. Take a moment to breathe. If you have something to drink, please drink. But the
1: Anarch will speak up. To be able to quell your chaos, you must identify your shadow. Allow yourself to feel the chaos of emotions and thoughts that dwell within you. Investigate your wounds and inner turmoil, objectively but with compassion. Focus on calming these emotions through meditation and breathing. Explore your shadow so it does not consume your thoughts and actions. Nurture yourself and your inner child through forgiveness of oneself and forgiveness of others.
2: You will not
1: be able to find inner peace in this existence,
2: but you have been shown what most refuse to acknowledge. I hope you understand and accept this very rare gift we have given you. Very few have ever been allowed entrance into our walls, but you, you helped save me from the claws of a slot and I could not allow myself for you to perish through your incompetence to traverse the chaos of Limbo. Hopefully, at at least understanding your chaos will help you control it so you can traverse this plane more adeptly.
1: And everyone gains some boons from this experience. You can all add a d6 to any intelligence check to manipulate basic matter for 24 hours. Uh, you have a one-time reroll to m-
2: manipulate uh, basic matter uh, before the next long rest.
1: And you can choose to replace the intelligence check for any saving throw against unstable matter. Okay.
2: So if we say, make a dex save, you can say, uh, you know, as something explodes around you, you can say, I want to use an intelligence check instead, and that would also have the d6 added to it. You do not have proficiency with it, but it is in a base intelligence check, just so yep. everyone knows. But uh, after Glarth says this about thanking you and the severity of what you've been given, uh, the chance
1: to experience. The Unart continues. Xurth, Glark speaks truth. You stepping into these walls is a feat most beings are not given privilege of. I warn you that Minar Ag requires your knowledge of our presence here, and especially the nature of our defenses to be stricken from your mind permanently. You will retain this room and this lesson, but you will not remember us. This is a prevention. For if your brain is ever devoured by a geik, what you refer to as an illithid and mind flayers, do not know where we are or who we are.
0: I, I can't agree to that.
2: Why not?
0: Because the tenets of my god stipulate that no knowledge should be destroyed. Guard against ignorance means never allow knowledge to be destroyed.
2: This is not a request, so you should not question the Anarch, and beyond that, do not defy the will of Minyar Og.
0: I can't defy the will of Ogma.
4: It's it's in the interest of protecting them. It's ultimately the only way we can be sure they'll ever be safe if the lessons we learned here, if the truly important knowledge we keep.
6: I can't.
1: You should know that this knowledge is not fully lost on the world. There are over 200,000 of us on Limbo and our agents across many planes. Just because you do not know this knowledge does not mean that this knowledge is not known. But what happens if your knowledge feels the mind of an Illithid, a Gaek?
6: And our existence, and our existence,
1: happens. those that created us to serve and slave onto them, know where we are. What does your knowledge then speak?
0: What if one of you is taken? It's no different.
1: It is different. How? Because our minds are so pristinely controlled that they will not take from our minds. It is our purpose in this chaos.
0: You can do that?
1: A strong-willed mind can do anything.
3: And Can this be perhaps taught?
6: I don't. Can. I don't mind it have. being locked
3: away,
1: I understand. But perhaps, Faisha. It can, but it would take years. Take the knowledge and lesson that you have learned here today in this room and go. But if you do not agree to this, then the only thing I can take from you is your life. That is not a threat, it is a, st- a mere fact.
7: Faisha, I don't think they're asking, they're telling.
1: If there are no further questions, my Xerth here will be here to answer them. I will speak to Maner Ag and return shortly. And
2: with that, the doors behind them open. The Anarch leaves, but uh, the Xerth stays behind.
3: Misha. um, uh, I wish I could say something that could make you feel better. I, I know it's not, it's not easy. I can't, I can't even
0: begin. I just but, don't have a choice.
7: Right, I which don't. means you didn't do anything wrong, because no, it was a willful it does mean ignorance.
0: that I'm still allowing knowledge to be destroyed.
7: So if you <laughs> die, it won't choice, be destroyed. So
0: if it hurts me.
7: Are you supposed to die in this situation? Is that what Agma wants? Agma would rather you you die than forget someone's name, or face. Because I thought that I thought that that if you die, you would lose that knowledge too, because you cease to exist. To as I was
0: raised, do not allow any knowledge to be destroyed.
7: I'm I'm sorry. I'm having a really hard time understanding. uh, Because you're not doing that in this situation. So I think I'm just not understanding
6: the To be perception. honest,
0: I don't always understand it either. It's just I have these.
3: I ask, do you, do you forget things ever? Are you capable of forgetting things you've experienced? For,
0: forgetting things is natural. Destroying things is not, and what they're talking about doing
7: is destroying this knowledge. Against your will, though, so you're not willingly doing it.
3: But we are still learning and taking the experience. They're saying
0: if I don't agree to it, they'll kill me. Right. I have to agree, which means I have to willingly allow.
4: That yeah, but it's to under duress. Destroyed. It's not like you want this. Look, That's... I, I just, I, I. I...
7: I know it seems silly and stupid, it's but
4: it's not all that I, it's I
6: have.
7: To die either. though. Like I'm really curious to know if that's what you're supposed to do in these situations according to Agma.
4: Like it, it's just, you can't, this isn't something we can help. If this was something we could help, I think it'd be different, but it's not like these guys are like understanding or terribly friendly. I mean, they helped us. Did they? That's a great question, but I'm trying not to think about that. I it, just want it, to go.
7: Does dying count as uh, destroying knowledge? No. Then what happens to the knowledge when you die?
4: Look, if... Where does it go? I can't can't discuss with you why I think everything's going to be okay and why the knowledge isn't going anywhere, but I think we can probably guess why the knowledge isn't going anywhere. Because we're not the only ones that are here.
0: Yeah. It's fine. It's fine.
7: Um I it's uh, fine. Is there any way to ask Agma about? It's it? it's fine.
0: We'll just do what they say.
2: Perhaps you should listen or pray to your God to ask and see.
4: If this works. I don't be know that I can
0: reach my god here
4: one way to tell.
0: This is the realm of his oppositional force.
2: It sounds like you're giving up before you even try. Have you learned nothing?
0: Everything's a little raw right now.
2: Understandable. As I said, this is not something easy to look at.
3: Shuri comes forward and then just starts playing that simple tune right next to you. My dear, just deep breaths. Remember, one step at a time. You got this. I've I've barely known you for a short period, but You are probably the most, one of the most strongest people I've met so far. It's not because, it's not because you are willing to show your emotions or that you are physically strong, it's... Let me tell you what my mother once told me. Being brave isn't about being willing to face danger and running off and, and, Seeking it out, being brave, being courageous is knowing that you're scared, knowing that you're afraid, but willing to take that step forward and face it. And you're brave. I I cannot even begin to understand what you all have must, must have been through. But the fact that you are moving forward and you're here and you're willing to take that next step, shows that you are capable, that you are brave, that you are strong. <laughs> and every obstacle is something that you can overcome. You have, have this, you've got this, and you have us feared for
6: you. Stacia
0: sits down and pulls out her journal and sits cross-legged sets her journal in her lap and places her left hand on it and wraps her right hand around her holy symbol and closes her eyes and begins
6: praying I don't
0: even know Uh if you can hear me right now And I feel like I'm only coming to you when things are really bad and I'm sorry for that. But I I'm, I'm in a pickle. And um, I'm really scared. I'm I'm being asked to destroy knowledge that I have. And it's, it's the right thing to do, to save these people, to keep them safe. But I feel like I'm hanging to everything by a thread right now, and I'm scared if I break the wrong thread. I'm gonna be lost. If you can hear me, just give me a sign that that it's okay, if it's okay.
2: Uh, and your eyes are closed?
0: Yes. Okay.
2: You all hear very faintly. It's almost as if you feel it or is almost like that chaos that is completely nullified within this fortress. That synesthesia of sound that was kind of like a feeling more so than a, a tone just kind of radiates within this room. You see that Glark kind of tilts his head ever so slightly trying to perceive something as you see him then cross his hands his fingers and steeple a, a few of them pointed up as he concentrates and closing his eyes trying to feel something else in this room. And you hear You must listen to a lot of sad
7: songs.
0: (laughs) Too many.
2: And only Seisha can hear this. But you all, that tone is there. Why is it, despite how handsome I am, you don't want to look at me? And as you open your eyes and you look around the room, you do not see the dark-skinned very handsome bardic man in the regal f- clothes with the lute over his back until you look down into the mirror <sighs> and you see Agma in all of his resplendent glory once again hi <laughs> <laughs> hello this isn't uh an informal call i'm hoping i hear your I, I hear your song no knowledge is being destroyed it's only being obfuscated okay you said it yourself it is the right thing to do remember The lessons you learned from the the words of the savant. Some things are better left unknown to some to protect many. Plus, you know, I'm not saying you should go against the will of Minyar Og, but there are ways around this. As a sly smile creeps across his face. face. But, oh. that is for later, not now.
0: I'm sorry I keep calling you like this.
2: I'm not. Well. There is the problem with your... Solar that is supposed to be guiding you.
0: Yeah. It's gotten worse. There's the mist of Agnes. Hmm. It's, um... We're corrupted. And, um... I tried to go help him. And it poorly.
2: (laughs) Did you do it, uh, without gaining knowledge first?
0: I did. Hmm.
2: That's okay. Hopefully all will be well soon. But, I have other stories to tend to. You're welcome. And then fades away, and you all hear that tone just disappear from the room, and you all see Glarf come out of that meditation and goes What was that?
0: That was Agma. So he answered Isn't your
3: call. Very nice. Yes.
0: He did. And Seisha seems just at peace.
7: I knew he wouldn't want you dead. <laughs> it just You're didn't right, make me. any sense.
0: I should listen to you more.
7: I don't know a lot about knowledge, but it just seemed like a lot.
0: Okay.
2: Um on an out of play note, if you all want to short rest. Short rest okay. at this time. Yeah. yeah. You mm-hmm. so you so wish. I'd love to. Um I know you had a long rest and then not really used a lot of your things, but if you did you, use anything, go ahead or more than welcome to short
1: rest if you need to.
2: Um,
0: Anytime I can take a rest, I'm happy about it. (laughs) I don't care if it's short. I don't care if it's long.
1: (laughs) Always. Um, But uh, it is shortly thereafter that the Anarch has returned. Um,
5: During that short rest, Mm -hmm. Could I attempt to change Savard back to a butterfly from his will-o'-wisp form? Uh, yeah.
2: yeah. Go ahead and make an intelligence check. You have a d6 to add to it.
0: All right. Uh. Yeah. Uh,
5: 25. Natural 20.
2: Okay. Okay. Uh, Did you roll a d6 on top of it? Yeah, I got a... I got a wire,
1: but that is enough to will the form of Savard back to that of the skull pellet butterfly.
5: It's good to have you
1: back. Uh, but uh,
2: as it's being shaped, goodbye.
5: I will see you again.
2: And. Uh, I will let you know, does not speak from here on out, but the goodbye was to say, like, can't talk anymore,
0: but... (laughs) Yeah? You okay?
4: Great. He says it's blatantly lying. Yeah. Just ready to go. It's all
2: good.
1: Okay. Yeah. So as the... Anarch enters. She looks over at you all. They have agreed. I have spoken with the great dry, and then looks to you, Sherby. What you seek lies within the heart of the Eternal Storm. Um
3: oh my god thank you uh how 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 do i get there
1: looks to you Seisha. you have the knowledge already all you need to do is believe and move
3: okay i i will i'll I'll do my best um could i just at least get a general direction i can start no no okay that's fine i'll i'll figure it out
2: uh you see the ground beneath you uh go back to sand as it's almost like the glass shatters instantly into just a thousand granules beneath your feet. It does not sink, you know, you don't sink in, but uh, it is not, it's like hard impacted uh, beach. Now, as this map forms in the sand, but you can see that this map is ever changing and shifting, and you see pinpoints that you recognize, or at least you've encountered. And there are a couple of times where they, slowly shift and then they'll blink and just completely appear on other sides you see these two rivers that coincide sort of near what looks to be the center and all of though that seems to be kind of an apex point they're shifting and flowing forms just constantly
1: wave throughout and on the far side is a ever-changing mass and a swirling vortex next to it the elemental storm is the barrier between the plane of limbo and the elemental chaos itself and you can see
2: just like the swirling vortex that Kind of shifts and like gets stretched and moved along this the edge of the elemental chaos, which is the plane that kind of bands all of the elemental planes together.
3: Are we supposed to go through that to go home? Or sorry, I'm, I'm not some, I'm not the brightest, I know, but I'm. Just trying to understand. Our friends, my friends and I would like to be
6: Minya back home, Ong's, back to
3: our own place.
1: Oh. Minyar says that your song lies there. Oh, okay, okay, okay. In the eye oh. of the storm.
3: You see initially this look of fear and uncertainty come up, and then instantly, changes to resolve and, and, and determination. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll go there then. Thank you.
0: We'll go there. Huh? Oh no, but... Yeah. Please show you. You're not you going, have going alone. Your... You're not going alone.
3: Oh, thank you. Um,
1: thank you. You must make a choice. You can either cross the River of Eternity, the Eternal Sea, or the River of Souls. Somewhere in the River, or somewhere in the Eternal Sea, is where the slod themselves are birthed into existence. One can drown in the air itself. And the only course to move through the eternal sea is to find the boatman. However, crossing either river will be easier Yet the consequences more dire.
3: I say we let Sherby pick. I don't mean me. No, no. Um. Maybe we I should don't, help Sherry pick. Oh. Uh,
0: rather than I, putting I just it all the... on her shoulders.
3: I just want you all to be safe. This is my journey. I don't want you guys to be also hurt along the process. So, whatever is the safest path. I don't need it to go faster. I've been on this path for so long. What's a couple more minutes here and there?
0: Why don't we try to find the boatman? It'll be more dangerous but I think we could do with some less severe consequences right now.
3: Okay, agreed. Yes. And, and one I- thing you at this notice right now, by the way, is just like how the, her uh, her uh, vision had ended, you see Shurvi has changed a little. Like her, even though she still has the silver hair, it's tipped in this fiery red you see these markings slowly are appearing faint on her on her face um and if you were to look closely they're kind of almost uh, writing it, it that kind of trace her journey from where she's been but as you go deeper it's like it's like one of those images that as you de- go deeper and deeper it just creates more and more images and it more and more patterns um that that that's what's kind of like there now. She goes, okay. Um that sounds great. there will be a journey. Yeah.
0: How do we try to find this boatman?
2: He yeah. often finds you. All right. But it is The price he asks for, as a ferryman, you may not be wanting to pay. What price? (laughs) It varies. There is no easy way to traverse Limbo. But hopefully now, you will not be consumed by it. Hopefully. If you do not mind, I ask that you genuflect onto your knees at this moment. The Anarch will
5: modify your mind. Hmm. Finley gets on her knees.
3: So does she be.
4: Yeah, Harold will do it.
2: And does Sasha and V kneel?
7: Yes.
1: Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you watch as the Anarch walks up and touches each of you on the forehead. And the next thing you know... You are floating in limbo together. You remember the reflection of yourself and the lessons taught. You remember where you must go and what you must do. But you have no memory of the Githzerai or where they are located.
2: You remember speaking Um, to Agba, but not fully for what. And you feel like Agma is guiding you out of limbo. That might be what your prayer was for. Got it. Okay. And how you were bestowed this knowledge.
0: We should, um... We should head to the heart.
4: Yep. Okay. Let's do
3: that. Um. Do I so? Uh, would this cons- be considered as an object? The uh, the the
0: uh. The heart. Location.
3: No. The heart. No. Okay. Damn it. Never mind.
0: I know what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> um, just before we go any further. I'm really glad to be
7: here with you guys. I'm really glad to be with you guys, but just not here.
4: <laughs> I kind of fall into a... the V boat with that one.
3: <laughs> I'm just happy that I met all of you. I, I feel like we were going to be here regardless, but the fact that it was all of you, I'm, I'm grateful.
6: Let's
0: go find your mom. Oh, Okay.
3: And then she starts uh, walking, and you can see her, like, playing the tunes again, kind of almost like second nature, kind of like fiddling with her instruments to kind of just as as like a nervous tick almost um, to calm herself down. And as it's happening, you see, like, in this space of synesthesia, I'm sure it starts changing into colors and other other things. And you can see her like adjusting and trying to adjust her tune to this location uh, and and walking forward.
0: Seisha starts adding to the tune, uh, just sort of humming words, not not actually singing words, but like, la-da, da-da-da. And as she does the, the notes come out and kind of blink through reality and turn into the taste of Pixie Piss. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, for uh, for KP, Pixie Piss is a drink. It's basically liquefied pixie sticks. Uh okay.
6: what that is, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> He's out here thinking that like, Katie was just all
3: pissed I was like, <laughs> get pissed on. Get pissed! I took a different trajectory. <laughs> <laughs>
6: yep,
1: it's a very, very fruity, alcoholic beverage.
6: Okay. Oh, Asasia loves, loves <laughs> this alcoholic beverage. It's her favorite.
7: Mm. Um,
1: but as, as you are playing, it's almost as if you're being pulled in a specific direction. The more you play... even to the point where you're not even being shifted or pulled in various directions like you were before you are on a straight trajectory.
2: And there, there, there are multiple times where you come across, you're not being led by a gith monk Zareth anymore. You do have to, uh, fight off some of the effects of limbo um and one of the things that you see as you're flying through limbo is there's a fight you see those those forms of combat once again but you notice the two sentient rocks you met before a swirling vortex of what looks to be paper and a large pair of scissors where the blades are legs and they're in the you know the scissors are fighting like a taekwondo capybara master um, fuck you as they're all fighting <laughs> over this pristine spot
0: <laughs> oh my God. can't let go of the rock <laughs> yeah. but um,
2: as this is happening uh, you're just caught up in the chaotic vision that you're seeing as this swirling ray of like oubliac light comes rushing past you and everybody make a deck save
5: mm, oh, fuck. Mm. can Uh-oh. i make that an intelligence check instead or is that a one time thing i can't remember do i now can I only change that to an intelligence check once? Nope. No,
1: anytime, anytime. Oh, okay, and yeah. oh, it's intelligence, intelligence. check, intelligence. not saving throw. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, also, the what you're thinking of the one time uh, re-roll is is okay. is a one. Like you're like, oh, I botched that real bad. I want to <laughs> use my re-roll. Oh,
0: that's a one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna re-roll. Oh.
3: Yeah. yeah, that type of situation. Uh, sixteen. Yeah, you might
0: want to re-roll that.
3: <laughs> Even a sixteen?
0: No, she
7: got a seven. Oh, Oof. goddamn! Oof. I got a, uh, 21.
3: Nice.
5: Since this is an intelligence check, do I get a d6
0: on it?
4: <laughs> I think this is a save, isn't it? Mm-mm. It's Not a saving prepared. throw, is what it is. No, you it. get oh. that
0: to shape reality.
2: Yeah, D6 so basically. Is shaping reality. Yeah, if, uh, exchanging the intellect checked for the save is what you saw uh, Glarth do for you when you were flying. Literally manipulated the matter around you all. So you it's not a it. save against. What is it? Uh, right. You're a literally are controlling Limbo. Yeah. So that's what you're. If you want to do that, you could try and do that.
6: Yep.
5: That's what I want to try. Does that get the D6 on top of it?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Any intelligence check you made to resist or change matter in limbo yep. gets a D6. I think I'm happy with my 13. I'm gonna <laughs> save that reroll. Yeah. And so, and yeah, you, I'm
7: saving my 21. <laughs> yeah,
1: and so this array of color is like washes over you, like like this rainbow. Uh, you, what'd you get, uh, Vinley? 13. A 13, Sasha?
0: 14. 14. Or Dex.
6: Okay.
1: Uh, KP, or uh, Sherby 16. 16. Harold? Mm. 9. And V?
7: 21.
1: 21.
0: Mm-hmm. V has the, the lack of chaos in her mind that makes this place easy to deal with. <laughs> right? Um, She's <laughs> well, always
7: somewhere it? else in her head anyways. Um,
0: <laughs> they get the bonus
5: from Seisha's aura of protection since they're doing saving throws. If they're doing saving
1: oh. throws,
3: they get
5: yeah, that. Yeah, if you roll a saving throw, add
0: 3 to it.
3: Shit! I should have given Bardic inspiration. <laughs> it is. Wait, what it would, is. would my no hold oh. up? Would my initial song kind of count as that to so the the arc? Our, our little sing along that we had
2: if leading you, up to if, here. If you want that to count as that, yeah, that's fine. It's okay. Okay, there you go. So you so all got
5: Bardic inspiration.
1: All right. So mark off four charges of Bardic inspiration. Yep. Yep. What die do you use? It's a a D ten. D ten. I'm going to go
5: ahead and use mine because I'm scared of a 13. Okay. 17 now. For okay.
3: Yay. End. V, would you like to? Or no?
2: No, V's good. She got <laughs> a I'm 21. Good. Yeah. I'm good. Oh, that's right. Oh.
7: 21. I don't need her. I rolled <laughs> I a 9. What, it,
4: what are you
5: offering? A
4: D10. A D10. D-10. Sure, I'll take it. And
7: a mm-hmm. plus 3
5: from Seisha. And a plus 3.
4: I'll take that for sure. That makes it... Uh... <laughs> oh no 15 oh. 15? yay okay. Okay. there it is hi everyone who
5: forgot we were playing a Dungeons and Dragons game and we're <laughs> just talking to each other hey.
1: <laughs> and what did Seisha get uh, 14 14 Seisha right. yep I need you to roll a d8 oh
0: no 6
1: did you need to make a constitution saving throw <laughs>
0: okay of Constitution, Dirty 20.
1: All right. As this light washes over everyone, there is a brief feeling of feeling everything that ever existed all at once, and then it vanishes almost as soon as it washes over you. Seisha, you feel your form begin to turn to stone. Ah. but you will your body and fight against it and push through almost breaking off the pieces of stone as it's forming to keep your flesh intact and as your eyes clear from this multitude of prismatic light you're no longer in the sea of limbo that you once were but instead stand on various platforms of elements you look around and you are in the center of a swirling storm as lightning of every color you watch as the elements themselves morph and mutate Vinley you find yourself standing and being pulled into a mass of smoke and fog. Shurvy, you find yourself standing on this tiered platform. Various rocks and other elements shift and morph around you that float all around you. Oh, okay, sorry. V, you stand on the precipice of what can only be described as a floating diamond. Harold, you come down and you look and you slip and slide as the entire land that you are on is ice and crystalline hard to balance and stand. And Sasha. you find yourself engulfed in water as it pulls you down. And that is where we're gonna take our break.
0: No, it's not. Damn. <laughs> we're saying no. Rewind. <laughs> no. Keep going. There is no break tonight.
6: <laughs> oh!
1: Thank you all so much oh, for joining us for this first half we cannot wait for you to join us for the second. If you have not done so already, please enter hashtag beyond, hashtag Eldritch for your chance to win an Eldritch Foundry miniature and a D&D Beyond Players bundle. And we'll be back in about 15 to 20 minutes.
0: Okay. Yeah, that that was a lot. That was a lot to take in. So just just take a moment, center yourself, take a deep breath, and then we'll go on.
1: And we're back. Hello and Good welcome. Morning. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Doesn't like that. Okay. Oh, you know, It's
2: It's chaos. chaos. No. <laughs> it's chaos. <laughs> yep.
6: Mm. Uh, oh. Well,
2: uh, speaking of chaos, our <coughs> BFGs and the illustrious Shervie, oh, uh the bard across many planes, finds themselves in limbo. Now leaving. <laughs> Got it. it? Got you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, just so everybody at home isn't seeing what we're no, saying. No. <laughs> when certain light hits uh, the map, it, it goes real chaotic. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> but they find themselves outside of shocked Lore, the uh, monastery of the Githzerai. Now, after seeing their true selves and having a better understanding of how to manipulate the chaos around them, um, as they made their way towards the rivers that cut through Limbo and towards the Eternal Sea, possibly to meet a ferryman across these rivers. They encountered this uh, oubliac uh, charismatic spray that tried to warp their forms as it almost took over Sasha petrifying her, although she was able to will herself past it. But mm-hmm. every single one was transported and Uh, into the eye of the eternal storm and that is where the bfgs find themselves amongst the chaos if everybody could please roll initiative amongst these Um. floating uh, floating platforms that do seem to have gravitational weight uh, which is, you know, uh, whenever you would create a sanctuary, those gravitational weights would be there. and These platforms all seem to have that gravitational weight. Um, nope. And uh, you notice that the platforms in themselves are this amoebic chaos that is constantly shifting between the elements and uh, other things. As Seisha is was standing on a platform, but then gets sunk into water. Vinley is now engulfed in smoke. Uh, Shervy is upon solid rock. Um, and, oh, damn, I lucked out. Yeah, and others are elsewhere, but um, I'll let you know soon. Uh, but, what is everybody's initiative? Let's start with
7: 25 to 20. 21! I win! What do
3: I win? You get to thwack first.
7: Oh, okay, cool.
1: Okay. Uh so uh, V was, 21, v was is twenty one, uh, Harold was twenty. Uh 20 Shervy. Shervy, sorry.
3: Shervy is twenty.
5: I didn't hear a Shervy verse. It's
1: okay. <laughs> uh twenty to fifteen. I got an eighteen. Um twenty or fifteen to ten.
4: Uh thirteen.
6: Uh, ten to five? Oh. And Sesha. Oh, no. And Sesha. what'd you
0: get? You get a three? Oh. A three. A whole three.
3: That's a, good That's a big number.
0: <laughs> Something big could go three. after me. It's possible.
1: It is quite possible.
0: Not likely, but possible.
3: You watch, um, all of them are right behind you.
0: Right? I'm sorry. Where am I?
1: Am I on Hold the map? Hold on, I'll let you know. Uh, my dice are still behind me, which do me no
6: good. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Somebody had to get out of their little hole, you know, babs back in the back behind us there. Thank you for running tech.
6: Love you. Yay!
1: Love you, minute.
2: <clears throat> you
6: know...
1: You got both of
5: them? Yep. Okay. And...
6: and that
5: one. Got it.
2: <clears throat> okay. Vinley. V. Harold. Sherby. Sasha
6: Oh, okay.
0: Oh, I'm behind oh, Sherby. Shit. Okay.
6: Yeah. Oh, um,
1: nice. Yeah, and... Uh, Apologize for our, our, on our side, our, our Zoom uh, window. I don't know why the green screen is activating. It's not active. <laughs> if you need to look at Twitch to see clearly, you're more than welcome to. It'll just be a little delayed. So that's for our end on our side, not you viewers out there.
0: You guys see everything great.
1: Uh, oh. um, it's so cool
3: though. I like it. It looks
0: really <laughs> weird. I love it.
3: it. It really lends itself to the setting. I feel like they're actually missing out with all the chaos that's happening yeah. on our
0: screen. <laughs>
7: Yeah, like, um, it's fine, and then all of a sudden it's super not fine, and then it's fine again.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, um, so, V, you are, uh you're up first. Um, there's not really anything around you. You can see that you are on this platform that is diamond, that just resonates, and, I mean, it, it, you can kind of see through it, and it... Glistens, but you can see shards coming up, kind of all around the area. uh, As you go to move, or not move, but as you look around, you can see all of your other uh, allies and friends on these other platforms. Some of which are in, uh, are not solid uh, uh, matter, and you can you see Vinley. But for the briefest moment before Vinley is sucked down uh, into this cloud of just pure black uh, or white smoke um, Seisha is pulled into this swirling mass of water Mm -hmm. but that is your um, that's what you see there's not really anything to react to uh, as of right now just so you know
2: Also, everything that is around you, there's this storm that is just this overwhelming cacophony of sounds and that synesthesia that is, you know, everywhere that is in limbo. um, uh, It just is extremely discordant and chaotic here as it is bombarding you with all of these feelings, almost like being at a concert and being way too close to a speaker as you can feel that resonating inside of you down to your bones as it almost feels like your body is shaking apart and you can taste and hear and feel and smell all of this and it's not displeasant it's just discordant nothing matches it seems to be just slightly off Um okay. but V it is, it is your turn.
7: Yeah, so uh is anything happening to Vinley? She's the most accessible to me.
1: Um don't all, you don't see Vinley. You see I don't, you I saw see her cloud. for a moment and then she like, she got pulled into this almost like hovering cloud.
7: Right. Okay, okay, okay. Gosh. All right. Um so there's nothing to react to. I just sort of uh I'm on guard. I ready an action, and um, kind of look around. Right, if you're talking to me, you're muted.
2: We're talking to uh, Babs. You're good.
7: Oh, okay. I was like, I see a lot of movement, and I don't know if this is directed at me. Okay. <laughs> um, so, I I don't see anything to fight or do, necessarily. Go um, ahead and uh,
2: make a perception check.
7: Yeah, okay. That's that's a good idea. <laughs> Perceive something, B. Um. All
1: right.
7: Okay. It'll be done rolling
2: in a second. <laughs> Digital rolling's taking its time.
7: Uh, it's taking its sweet, sweet time. That's a twenty-four for perception.
2: Twenty-four. Okay. Y- yes. Uh, it's hard at first. What was hard to see. Um, you now like actively trying to get a, an awareness of your situation and your surroundings. You see moving towards you are those hateful eyes of the blue bear barbarians as you see them forcing their will through this eternal storm. There's not a lot of them because it has taken a lot to get here and you can see a couple of them. You know, just on the cusp of these, like, torrential, swirling vortexes as lightning, like, cuts through them. You see them just fry or explode or turn into bubbles. Just pure chaos. Uh, But you definitely see that a few are about to be upon you.
7: Okay. Um, In that case, I I get ready to potentially fight and want to. know be in a defensive dance just in case okay so you're
6: ready
2: in action
7: yeah
2: got it shirvy you're up next what do you do
3: she looks around initially in confusion does she see any of this at all like does she see any of them does she see anything
1: Go ahead. No, no, you're good. You're good. good. You do your thing. I was asking a question. Oh, okay, sorry. Oh, just what kidding. i <laughs>
6: was just seeing
1: if you were new that you asked a
3: question. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. No, what did you, what'd uh, you no, say? No, like, sorry? yeah, I was asking, uh, Does she? what does she see around her? Like, does she see them? Does she see what V just went through? Um... I mean, you can. Uh, v didn't go through
2: anything. Uh, you, oh, notice, that, that, that. you notice, you notice Vinley get sucked into the smoke. You see Seisha uh, get uh-huh. basically is in this uh, amorphous like form of water, um, just kind of suspended in there. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, and uh, you see V. You see Harold. You see everyone. If you want to see more than what is around you, uh, you'd have to make a uh-huh. perception
3: check. Okay. Okay. Um, I'd like I'd like to do that first, please. Okay. Uh, Make a perception check. Perception. 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 That is a tw- <laughs> that is a nat twenty <laughs> nat for, tw- a tw- tw- for a total of twenty for a total of twenty seven.
2: Okay, you see these forms that you are not familiar with, but they <laughs> all look similar to the way that V is dressed, although V is uh, has a lot more fine vestments. She adorns uh-huh. herself with the antlers, she has furs, carries weaponry that looks more uh, not primitive, but I would say primal. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And you can see what you would identify as barbarians. Um, and they all and you can see that they have bear pelts uh, mm. dressed across them. With a natural 20 you also see that They have hateful, baneful eyes, and some of them look akin to zombies. Their form is withered away, Uh, sunken skin, flesh torn away. You can see the gnarling, gnashing teeth just screaming out, although you can't hear them amongst the discordant. But you feel them and see that radiating red, hateful energy pulsing off of them through the synesthesia.
6: You can
2: see that with a natural 20, you can see that all of the platforms that are around you are constantly shifting. You're not sure if the ones Vinley and Seisha are in are going to shift into solid matter or something else that could be detrimental, but you do see just picking up. You can assess that. All of this is shifting, and you don't know what order it is because there is there is no order.
1: Yeah, and I will also mm-hmm. say that, and this is for everybody, that there is a gravitational pull to each platform. So each platform has its own gravitational pull to it. Yeah. Uh, but, Shirvey.
3: Okay. With the uh,
6: natural 20, <laughs>
2: something else you notice. Oh. There's something very strange about... The area that you are in, you can't quite put your finger on it just quite yet, but as I said, there's mm-hmm. that feeling of being near a speaker mm-hmm. at a concert. And you can feel it rattling in your bone. The synesthesia of the chaos around you feels like feels like something familiar.
3: I, I, you used used kind of um. Hello, is anybody there? Hello. And she tests her voice. Does it sound different?
2: Uh, it does not sound different.
3: Okay. Um, you see her sit there for a second and kind of just look around and look around, and she goes, um. Oh gosh. Okay. What would she do? Okay. Um. Oh, I know. Uh, with the do uh, those barbarians that are nearby? How? Are they near? Her, you said they're on a different platform near V. Or
2: they are not on any of the platforms just yet, but they will be soon.
3: Okay, uh, I will look at them and then start as I notice that they're and very angry and uh, aggressive. I will use hypnotic pattern, uh, which is I create a twisting pattern of colors that weave through the air inside a thirty-foot cube within range. The pattern appears for a moment and vanishes. Each creature in the area who sees the pattern must make a wisdom-saving throw. On a failed save, the creature becomes charmed for the duration. While charmed this charmed by the spell, the creature is incapacitated and has a speed of zero. So.
2: And uh, what school of magic is that? God, I
6: God damn it!
1: Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Um, it is uh, illusion. Illusion? Illusion. Okay, so you (laughs) make the hypnotic pattern. Uh, Do me a favor and go ahead and just roll me a d100 and let me know what you get.
3: Okay, ah, fudge. Okay, how do I, um, how do I do this in in D&D Beyond? uh... On the
0: bottom left-hand side. Oh, I see it,
3: I see it, I see it. Uh, Roll, gets me. Eight. Eight? All right. Cool.
2: Noted. What does your uh charismatic uh, uh, or not, h- sorry, hypnotic pattern. pattern look like? Yeah.
3: I see them moving around and you see her go around and start, uh, you know, initially uh, starting slow on the notes and as she goes, she picks up speed and then you see her like tapping her foot um, and basically builds up a beat and mostly it's it's not even like It's just her doing basic chords, but it's all about just building a beat and each beat is a different color that starts up. And that kind of just starts coming together and weaving into this uh, amazing pattern, almost as if though she's feeling herself at a concert and she's imagining these group of people as her crowd and they're now mesmerized by her music. Um, And in this space, I can imagine actually that the hypnotic pattern actually has Visual representation, visual representation of musical notes. notes. So it literally looks like notes flying, flying off in different colors. Uh, and and that's how, that's how I can see it coming together.
2: Okay, awesome, yes. Uh, so we have to make uh, a yes. wisdom save. Yes, Not great.
3: against. Ooh. Okay. And you need to be at a, a DC of 17.
2: Uh, so. Okay, yeah. So, uh, you see two of them that are about to be on one of the platforms, um, just completely get taken over by this. And it's not how you usually expect them. It's not like just being overtaken by this euphoric sound or visuals that you manifest.
3: No, no. What you
5: create... Mind you, the range...
3: Sorry, I was going to say the range of this uh, 30-foot cube is up to 120 feet. So it can be 120 feet away. So I don't know if that changes anything. Uh,
2: Yeah, you still get two of them. There's there's not like a whole, whole lot of them. But you do manage to get two of them caught in this. As you see your musical notes made manifest into real, actual, tangible things. Mm -hmm. And you expect this hypnotic pattern to. It does stay in this area, but much like Dancing Lights works, uh. Yep. Yeah, uh. Much like uh, Dancing Light works, where it can take on the form of humanoids, you kind of see mm. your music take on the form of this orchestra all playing individual pieces from your instruments.
3: Mm-hmm. But they're there. Okay. Yes. Uh, they, as in, like, how do I see them? Like, do I see their shape? Do they look familiar?
2: Uh, you did not describe them as actually having a shape,
3: so they are more okay. so just
2: generic shapes.
3: Okay, okay. okay.
2: But okay. you see... With that thought process, though, you have an idea that, oh, you could possibly make Mm, things a little bit more to your liking. Okay. So that was your
3: action. Yes. Uh, what can I do bonus action-wise? Uh, 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 come on. Go away. Uh, donde estas? Actions. Bonus actions. Oh, yeah. That's all I can do.
1: Uh, okay. That is uh, shervy's turn. It is now Do-do-do-do-do. Limbo's turn. Limbo's turn. I Limbo know. doesn't need a turn. Limbo's let's good. Go ahead. Mm. And, you know what? Let's just let's kick it off. Okay, who do we want to roll it? Let's have. You know what? You know it was such a such a beautiful thing. Ethan, go ahead and roll me a D one hundred and a D twenty.
4: Okie dokie. D20 is a 12. D100 is a 45.
2: 12 and 45. Mm-hmm. So you're looking for 45. Yep, I got it.
5: 45.
2: Okay. Okay. Your entire platform goes completely dark. You have it doesn't matter to you doesn't matter to everybody else you see just his entire platform that whole area just goes like magical darkness was just cast it is com- like the lights in that entire area just go away Poof, vanish it's almost as if Harold disappears that whole entire area just becomes a void oh, of dude. light yep huh that's weird uh, yep yeah. <laughs> Harold the, the lights get a little bit dimmer yep
4: yeah <laughs> I can tell that there's the spell here, but I'm like, eh.
2: <laughs> I'll
5: just leave it.
4: Um,
5: Alright. Coming up One, soon. Two,
1: three, four, five. Um, Vinley, I need you to make me an intelligence check. You can add a d6 okay. to it.
5: I'm going to need that d6. Okay,
1: okay, um, 14. 14? Mm Mhm. Okay. Um, you feel the smoke area that you're in begin to solidify.
5: Of course you're doing that. (laughs) She just
1: says out loud. Uh and Maybe. Um, make it an intelligence saving throw, not an intelligence check. I'm sorry.
6: Oh, okay. But does that change
1: keep keep what you rolled, just add your proficiency oh, bonus.
5: Keep what I rolled. Yes, yeah. minus, minus the D six, minus the D six. All oh, right, so that's eight plus nine is
1: it, it would be a seventeen a, minus the D six. And a seventeen is enough as you feel it begin to to solidify, but you push your will, will against it so that you're not encased in stone. Oh I woo. <laughs> <laughs>
5: um
1: so yeah, so that is uh that's the layer action. It is now Their turn. Yep. Two of them are
2: in
5: stupor.
1: Yep. And kind of everybody now notices kind of pulling and moving towards this central location. Seisha, you would notice first that they are actually almost like flying and moving through Limbo like everyone does. They're actually flying above this location and then immediately get pulled down into the gravitational pull of these platforms. Okay. Uh, as you see these barbarians uh get Wait. pulled onto the various platforms.
0: Are these they're revenants still, right? Mm-hmm.
5: These are the Revenant.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, V1 lands right next to you, so your ready to action will go off. Mm-hmm.
7: Kill it. Do you want me to hit them now? Yeah, you can go ahead and make the attack roll. Okay. Sorry, I'll <laughs> be doing this
6: now. It's okay. 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 <laughs>
1: Vinley, you are oh my gosh. on deck. Harold, you're in the hole.
7: Is there a way to take off the uh, rolling animation?
1: Yes, there is, but you have to go into your dice settings. Uh, okay. And D&D well, D&D I rolled a, a
7: so. twenty-nine to hit, so
1: uh, tw- yeah, that definitely hits. <laughs>
7: Pretty sure I hit. So <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll wait mean? for the damage.
2: That's the big one. All
1: right, what, uh, what did uh, you?
7: nine points of damage i haven't reached yet nope you have not because i don't think that i had time to do that
1: so right you have a second attack
7: okay
2: and these are not extra planar beings
6: okay
1: and you see as it lands almost like superhero landing style as it lands you see the diamond actually slice into the, like, calf of it as it lands down onto this doesn't even seem to react.
7: A uh, 12 to hit, I'm assuming doesn't hit.
1: 12 slams
2: into it, but you see that it does not do any damage, but, or, or more so, you cut into it, mm-hmm. uh, and you watch as it heals faster before that damage of that hill, hit, hit does yep. anything uh, worth anything.
1: Yep. Okay. Um, very, you were very close,
6: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and the rest of you, uh, Vinley. You feel something move past you, but you can't quite see because you can see nothing but smoke oh, in front it's of solidified. you. No, solidified. No, it did not solidify. She passed the safe.
2: Got it. Okay. So I thought she pushed herself from the rock.
1: No. Okay. Um. <clears throat> um. That's what you want to do. It's fine. I don't care. It's fine. okay. Uh, that is. There. Uh, anybody else attacking? I can't see the map. Uh, yeah, they're all on people. Okay, got it.
2: Except for, Except for Sasha's because.
1: It's been a while since we've been remote, so apologize, <laughs> y'all. You know, we're so used to being at the table again. Completely
2: forgot how to be remote.
1: Sasha's <laughs> um, yeah. uh, will have to make a save. Okay.
2: Yep. Yeah, save, bitch! <laughs> uh, it is failed.
0: Blah blub, okay. baby. Is, uh... Yep. Uh, it's I'm not it's bitter. Grappled.
2: Okay, it does nothing. You watch as it also just gets sunk into uh, the center of this uh, Aquan form, and it just seems to be trying to fight against it, screaming out in rage as you... There are no bubbles that escape because it, has, it needs no, no air bra. to breathe, but...
6: Yep.
1: Um all right. Uh Sherby, um mm-hmm. attack against you uh is a eighteen to hit.
3: Oh that where's my thing? I'm my jiggers. Ah that hits, yes. Absolutely.
1: Alright. Uh that is a you're gonna take eleven points of bludgeoning damage. Oh fun. Okay. And second attack uh, is an eighteen on the die, and you'll take nine points of bludgeoning damage.
3: Owchewawa. Okay.
2: And although it has like these hateful eyes, its vengeance does not seem to be focused on you at this moment. It, in its mindless undead stupor. You are just mm. an object of limbo
1: that it is fighting against currently. Yep. And you actually watch as um, all of them on the platforms that you are. Um, Harold, uh, the one that you're on, it's going to miss twice. Uh, I it, didn't roll even above see? a 12 to hit. Can it see? Um, it, it cannot, but it, it feels you next to it which is Mm -hmm. why I rolled disadvantage on both attacks and it doesn't even, yeah, it just whiffs. Um, Everybody. Yeah. You
2: easily seeing it just, it's more so not going for you, just raging out against the chaos that is limbo. Um, It seems like it's fighting against with every bit of will in it's being, and you just so happen to be in the area. But, being able to see through any darkness, you're just dodging very easily around its attacks. Um,
1: it, you do, you also see that it, like where it's standing, the base of its feet have begun to freeze, and so its movements are sluggish. Uh, while it's standing on this ice platform, the rest of you who can see the person in front of you, you actually watch as actually like. Just swings mindlessly and then tries to move away. Doesn't have any more movement left, but is starting to move away from you all. Um, that is their turn. Vinley, it is your turn.
5: All right. Um, Vinley feels the thing like land behind her. Still in the the mist and the smoke, she turns around thinking about what the eye but she doesn't know she doesn't remember. Yeah. But she remembers that weird feeling about not letting herself feel any of her negative emotions and she just turns to this form whatever it is says I am sick and tired of little creatures like you getting in my way and she's going to manipulate the smoke to turn into jagged pieces of iron everywhere it touches this creature and stick
1: into it like an Iron Maiden. God, I love it. Go ahead and make an intelligence check. Remember to roll okay. a d6. Always.
5: Okay, hot, a 14. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, uh, this is just basic. You're not trying to do anything that is, uh, you know, wildly uh you know you know beyond reason so these just making shards easy enough as you just turn all of the smoke basically into uh, uh, turning this barbarian undead into a pincushion as, as multiple blades pierce through it yeah um and while this is happening
1: i need you to make a con save as Absolutely. you are inhaling smoke
5: yeah Ooh. Did I do that thing where I turn it into an? Don't forget, helmet? you have a
0: um, um, ten. I already used. it. Oh, you used it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: yes, you can choose to do one or the other, but we ask that you do you make that choice before the roll. It's fine. I'll take this roll.
1: It's an eight. <laughs> okay. Uh, you are. You become caught. You cough. Uh, you gain a level of exhaustion from inhaling smoke.
0: Some nasty smoke.
2: It's, it's like being trapped in a house that's burning down around yeah. you, inhaling that smoke. Yeah. Um, as, uh, yeah. Um. <clears throat>
5: uh, I think with the remainder of her turn, she just turns and walks away
2: (laughs) um but because of the save you made earlier you're able to manipulate your way out of the smoke despite breathing it in as you begin you feel it begin to solidify as you pull yourself up out of the smoke but because you have basically pinned this barbarian in it it cannot get out and it is completely solidified as you hear it just be crushed to death
1: as the smoke solidifies to rock. That went better
5: than expected.
1: Uh, that's your action, your movement. You have a bonus action. Uh, bonus action. She just
5: tells Savar to stay on her shoulder no matter what. Okay. Um, Shurvy.
2: Yeah. Yes. You watch as your orchestra... Mm-hmm.
6: Oh, that's right.
2: <laughs> We both rolled then. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, begins, no. No, no. Begins...
1: Uh, what is it doing? Oh. <clears throat> um, the two that are in it, you actually watch as it actually turns in and begins to, like impale them with the various notes that are in it. Oh. Uh, as it no, 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 makes no, no, no. two attacks, one against each one. Uh, yeah, that hits. Uh, oh yeah, that hits. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: and I know you're worried because the way hypnotic pattern typically works is that if it is injured or shaken awake, they awaken from their stupor. However, it is the spell itself that is doing this injury as it has become uh-huh. a living spell within the chaos.
1: And oh. It is now a living hypnotic pattern. And these oh. things are just being <clears throat>
2: impaled by these musical notes uh, amongst the chaos while still completely enamored by this music. Where it's l- that feeling of music that... Being like trapped in a car with too much bass, can you start seeing (laughs) coagulated blood begin to pour out of their ears and their nose as their bones are literally being rattled apart from this hypnotic pattern? Yep,
1: one takes 23, one takes 28 points uh, of force force damage. damage. Yeah, (laughs) so I'm just to be clear,
3: my spell is doing damage mm-hmm. to these things that were okay.
1: Yep. That are in they're okay. trapped inside of it.
3: I think, like, at that point, like, Shuri sees that and goes, oh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that wasn't what's supposed to happen, but I can't stop it once I cast it. I'm sorry, I hope it. Oh, no. Uh, uh, oh, no, someone helped them, I guess. I don't know. And then just, like, stares at them. It doesn't. It's not my turn yet, right?
1: No, 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 no. no, no. no. That's just what's okay. happening on... Okay. That's its turn.
2: Yeah, it, it got its own initiative. Yep. Harold. Um, <laughs>
0: um. I'm sure it's not going to be a problem later on.
4: There's um, still one next to me.
1: There is. Uh, you can see that its attention is... It's looking up. Even through the darkness, it is looking up, and you see it's trying to move. It's very slow... Hasn't quite started to move yet, because it has no movement, but it, in the sense you can see it trying to push almost past you as um, something else, it is being pulled, like, something else is driving it to another point.
2: Harold, also make a perception check for me. Sure.
6: It's Kevin. 15?
2: 15. You do not notice it as much as Shervy because natural 20s and all, but... <laughs> There is something about the chaos around you that seems to call to you. Something mm-hmm. just amongst the discordant chaos. There's something familiar. Yeah.
4: Can I, I... Like, familiar in what way? Is it like a... I guess that wouldn't make any sense because I feel everything. So it wouldn't be anything I could pin if down. If you want as I,
1: to try and focus on it, you can make an intelligence check. Sure. To see if you can... Maybe an
2: investigation.
1: Or even an investigation.
4: Sure. Uh, <laughs> this
1: intelligence check would
2: not get the D6. You're not trying to manipulate right, Yeah, I yeah.
4: assumed as much. That's okay. I'll give it a shot. Why not? 10. I don't know what's going on.
1: Again, it's there's something familiar with what is going on around you, but you just can't quite pinpoint what that is. Okay. What are you doing? Uh, before that happens, I need you to make a con save. Yep.
4: uh uh, fail five
1: uh you the ice under you begins to freeze and you can see that part of you begins to become encapsulated in ice
4: uh you are considered restrained i'll take an intelligence check as my action to make the area around me not icy okay Okay. got it um go
1: ahead and
4: give me well
2: tell us what you're trying to do
4: because that will also determine the dc uh, the floors will become a nice clean tile and I will, uh,
6: <laughs> you in that bathroom
4: <laughs> and anywhere I go, I will be stepping on tile instead of ice. It's okay. just like a circle underneath me. Got it. Um, and so I rolled a 15 on the D 20 and then so 16 total 16 my D six. Got it. So there is a, like you have 15 foot
2: radius of control of this. Uh, so air, that area around you will be able to be... Uh, the ice just kind of lays flat and morphs into a polished white tile yep. wherever you want to move.
4: Uh, does that also free unfreeze my legs? It does. Yep. Sweet. Absolutely. I'm going to casually walk to the edge, far away from that thing, uh, and kind of, like, peer out to where the others are. Um. And I'm just... Like he's, I, I have already tried this turn, so I can't do it any more than I already have. But he's trying to figure out what the hell that is they're looking at and trying to get to and whether or not he can get something specific going for himself here. Uh, one of you's submerged in water, right, Seisha? Yep, yep. Yep. Uh, it's always water. Is she within 60 feet of me? Yes. I can uh, just tell by looking. I will shout to her... All right, well, it's probably time for you to get out of the water. I got your back. You can do this. So I'll give you part of
1: <laughs> You hear muffled. But it's enough. Herald, yeah, it's Harold. Yeah.
2: I don't know. That whole area is still darkness, but you hear something that could be Harold.
1: Yeah. There, like you,
6: there's this like <laughs> almost way.
1: movement through the water and just at your ear, there's just this pop as a, bu- like a burst of bubble pops in your ear and you hear Harold's voice. Give you the bardic inspiration. I want
2: to say even like with the pop, the water morphs and takes on the forms of these words, uh, as you may not be able to hear them audibly, but because of the synesthesia, you see them.
1: Yep, you got subtitles.
0: (laughs) I got subtitles. (laughs) 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 Um,
1: that's Harold. That's a great. uh, You want to move anywhere?
4: I already moved. moved Okay, Okay. he's he's on the edge, just like. "Hmm."
2: Uh, and you do see everyone, um, uh, you know, because the only person that is currently swallowed by anything that
1: is uh, obfuscating is Seisha. Yep. Um, that brings us to Seisha.
0: Okay. Um, Seisha is going to, she wants to get out of this water, so she is going to basically uh, kind of rolls so that her back is facing the bottom of the pool. Is it floating, just like, like a drop, basically? Yep. yep exactly like that. Okay, but before
1: you do anything, I need you to make a strength saving throw. No. Uh, let's
0: see. Okay, that's a strength. Uh, Seventeen.
1: You feel like whatever this gravitational pull is, like, tr- like pushing against you to keep your arms, and you can see the uh, revenant in front of you struggling to to get out to even like move uh, but you power through it and now you can do what you wanted to do
0: okay uh, she rolls so that her back is towards the bottom and exhales and uses the bubbles basically as a jet stream to push her further down and lets the weight of her armor and this jet stream push her through the bottom of this water droplet and If she starts to fall, she'll pop her wings. If she just floats, she's going to um, sort of turn so that her feet are against the water and start walking up the water. Okay. Uh,
1: As you come out of the bottom, I need you to make me an intelligence saving throw. Okay. 90, 20 plus five. 25. Woo! That is enough. You can feel yourself being pulled towards this platform. And it it's taking every ounce of what you learned to find that focus to stay hovering under it. You do not need to pop your wings. Okay. And you can
2: walk across this water with the natural 20 to yep. go to the top if you so wish. I would like
0: to, yes. And you easily do.
2: Mark this as inside, like that.
0: Thanks, Harold! Uh, (laughs) And you
2: see, yeah, Harold, you see Seisha standing upon uh, a undulating
4: water droplet. I I would give you a thumbs up, but you can't see it. I feel it!
1: That's good. Uh, alright, that is, Seisha, anything with your bonus action?
0: Um... Hang on, let me look at the map real
6: quick.
0: -hmm. Um, My guy is still trapped inside the water. Yes. I'm good. Um,
1: Okay, is that you?
6: Yeah.
1: All right, the second layer action. Welcome to Limbo.
6: It gets (laughs) two? It It does.
1: It has a layer action
2: on a uh, 20 and a layer action on one.
0: See, I told you it could go after me. Sure.
1: Five. (laughs) Uh all right. No, it's oh. All of a sudden you watch coming from this wall are dozens of cyclones of pure chaotic energy. I need everybody to make oh. dexterity or intelligence saving throws. Your choice. Or or intelligence in checks. checks just
2: reminder to. reminder anytime there's a, a save typically in this Combat, you can change it. Okay. And just tell uh, us what your total is, whatever you're using, nobody
1: is getting Seisha's yep. benefit. Yep, and I mean the they descend upon this platform and just move through everyone.
3: Oh uh, I'll do a deck saving throw. Okay. Vinley, what'd yeah, you Yeah, nice. I got a
5: twenty-eight intelligence saving throw. Okay.
1: okay. Uh Seia.
0: Fifteen intelligence saving throw.
1: Okay, Shervy.
3: Uh, twenty-four dex saving.
4: Nice, Harold. Oh. Uh, my dex saving throw is.
2: Uh, Eight. Okay. Eight. Okay. And V.
7: Uh, I I got a dex saving throw of eighteen.
2: Okay. All right, Harold. Uh, as you watch everybody kind of taking in and assessing your surroundings and also just trying to figure out what what is that feeling that just feels so familiar, unlike everybody else that somehow finds a way to anchor themselves upon their uh, platforms, you're just taken by surprise as you feel yourself being engulfed in the cyclone and you disappear from existence?
7: One, two. Disappear. I'm sorry, okay. what? It's, I'm, uh, uh, <laughs>
1: huh? So, Harold, damn, just. Oh, and reappear okay. on the one up there as you find yourself now falling into a droplet of acid.
7: Ah!
4: Oh! Dope.
6: <laughs> <laughs> no! Harold's going um, down just like.
1: Um, God damn it.
6: Just
1: Stone face. Oh, okay. Yep. So, pick and choose. <laughs> Jesus. Um, uh, all right, and then two of the revenants fail, so they are now in different areas. Um, the uh, the one that uh, Devin just moved, that's to the right side, uh, lands in one that is un- uh, that is magma, lava. Uh, it falls and begins to be consumed in very slowly lava devin's very. worst nightmare god it's the worst <laughs> <laughs> you watch as
2: their feet just land on what looks to be a solid platform but then their the leathers and furs just ignite with flames at their feet as it's almost like quicksand slowly engulfing their form pure nightmare mm. fuel Yep. Uh, uh, yeah.
5: okay. Can I say what happens to the the revenant that appears before Vinley? Sure. Um, it's okay. solid stone currently. I know. But Vinley in her rage after killing the last bear whips her head towards the cyclone and the cyclone all of a sudden grows two hands, holds them up like, Whoa, sorry and then reaches inside of itself and pulls out the revenant bear tribe member and just like pushes him towards vinley like here take this instead and then dissipates <laughs> all right okay <laughs>
2: <laughs> Stefan's face <laughs> okay uh, you're talking about the
5: one that you you pin cushioned yeah. right no the cyclone that was coming after vinley uh-huh grows two hands holds him up like whoa sorry didn't mean to do that okay. reaches into itself pulls out the uh, the revenant their tribe member and pushes it towards Benley like here take this and Okay,
2: okay. I thought I thought you were taking the other revenant and pushing it towards the revenant and being like, This is yours <laughs> You <laughs> drop this. But no it's the opposite. Okay. The one that's in the lava
1: takes a hundred points of damage. Ooh. It doesn't look happy at all. It burns away to
2: almost all of its flesh being melted off, and you just see Charred Skeleton screaming and raging out. That is... Yeah, awkward. that sucks. Uh,
1: all right, V, it's your turn. Uh, Harold, uh, did you... Uh, okay.
0: Harold went into oh, the acid.
1: That's right, that's right, that's right. Uh, um, I but, believe it is the start of his turn. Okay. Start I'm just your making
0: a little yeah. mental note that the next time I need to terrorize yeah, Devin, I just have to involve lava. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't—it oh, doesn't, it oh, doesn't
2: no. get me like uh, Dustin and spiders, but just thinking about uh-huh. it's like. Ugh.
3: Duly noted. <laughs>
7: All right. So is anyone on my platform? Yes, you can't still are engaged the with the cloud. other one. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the other one. Okay. I'm gonna rage. Fair. And um we're gonna we're gonna do that i always attack recklessly because of who i am as a person
6: <laughs>
7: and that first is gonna be a <laughs> it's a 25 it hits 25 and hits. then the damage I, i'm also just gonna yeah that's fine we'll roll the damage wait on that <laughs> I don't know why it's going so slowly. That's uh. 12 for the first hit. Okay. 12 points damage for the first hit. Second one is.
2: Big money, no whammies.
5: This spense is killing me.
7: 28 uh, a hit. 28 the damage is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I just
2: imagine that V is, for some reason, just swinging so slow. In slow motion.
7: (laughs) And then that's 16 points of damage for the second hit. (laughs) Got it. Rolled really high.
1: (laughs) Why why is she swinging so slow?
2: Yeah, like,
7: the perception, because of the chaos, everyone's like, why is V moving so slowly? Why are they Um, reacting so slowly? (laughs) Hey,
2: V, go ahead and roll roll a D100.
7: (laughs) That might take a
0: minute. (laughs) um, Okay, Katie, Katie, let me walk you through this real fast. Hang on. Go click on manage next to your character name.
7: Okay, because it definitely wasn't in the dice
0: settings. I already checked that. No, I got you. Click on manage. Then click on character settings. Mm -hmm.
1: Shervy. 26, got it. 26. Uh, Goblin, will you just put the instructions in the chat? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, 26 on the D100,
0: got it.
3: I heard right. my name. Uh, and then your turn. what? Oh, it's now my turn. It's Ooh. in
7: shot now.
0: All oh, right. but then I
7: won't be able to roll at all. You'll still be
0: able to roll. It just won't do the animation. Is I think. Not in the, no, in the thing that oh it, no, you're right. The case it takes it away. Uh, they should
3: be in there. Huh? I'm I'm not getting that though. Like I don't when I do rolls like.
1: Yeah. Sweet.
3: Unless I do the bottom thing that that has like the dice thing that pops up. Um the only way it rolls is if it, if I do that, but outside of that it doesn't roll, so. But while that's happening, okay, so can I ask again? I'm still having this weird, almost like deja vu feeling that I feel something.
1: Yep. Yeah, uh, go ahead and make me an investigation check.
3: Okay. Investigation Oh, that is a that's an 11.
1: Even like when the the chaotic cyclones moved through there was even something with that that just triggered something familiar. But you just there's a lot of chaos happening.
3: I okay. At that moment, you see Shuri seeing all of this, and then the lessons from her, her her vision that she had back at back with with Mister G, um, and he just of them basically trying to use that moment to kind of help them deal with this chaos, right? And so she kind of like closes her eyes, and then imagines this chaos as discordant notes that are just flying everywhere. And then it tries to imagine them coming together onto like a sheet music and trying to become a cohesive song. And basically what she's trying to do is order this chaos similar to how they would have done in her own way um, to find perhaps some sort of a pattern, something that kind of makes her understand why there's this familiarity. Is that something uh, she could do?
1: I need you to make me an intelligence check.
3: Oh God, of oh, all the things, fuck. It's a good but, thing. But it, well, yes. I don't have any bonuses for my intent. That,
0: I'm gonna use my free. I
2: got, I
3: got a, I'm gonna use my free roll because I got a six. Okay. okay. Um, so, so. <laughs> wait hold up did i just click it a same thing again there's no way i got it this way. Two- i got a six twice are you shitting me <laughs> <laughs> uh, you uh, can add, add a d6 to, to it yeah sure i'll, I'll add a d6 i'll roll a d6 let's see what'll happen uh, that is a that is a nine total
2: a nine total
3: mm-hmm.
2: Shervy, also kp mm-hmm. Yes. Although, Shervy there's a moment where you have this realization. Mm-hmm. And you can hear woodwinds
6: mm-hmm.
2: along those uh, cyclones. That You can hear mm-hmm. the tail ends of them fading away. You start hearing the percussions of lightning striking through the the waves of torrent storm around you and there is a discord but what is music if not harmony from chaos mm-hmm. and just as you figure this out it becomes too much and it's almost like notes are slightly off like playing flats when it should be sharps and things like that is it all just slips away from you
3: okay uh, and you see her like pull back, but I think she, at this point, understands what kind of needs to be done. And she yells out, imagining as if though she has a megaphone or something that can reach out to all of her our, uh, compatriots that are out there, and just yells out, we, "We we need to organize. We need to we need to get this chaos back into order. It's otherwise we're not going to go anywhere." Um, Harold. Sheet music! And that's all, like, she yells out.
4: Okay. Hoping,
3: like, think of this all as sheet music that we need to come together. You're a performer, do you know?
4: Sort uh, of, d- yeah, I guess compo- so. Compose
3: your own song!
4: Sure! Oh, I know just the one.
2: Uh, Harold, uh, <laughs> we will say that because you had that familiar feeling and you you couldn't put the pieces together, Shervy saying this... Kind of pulls at that musician inside of you, and although although you say sure, you start to kind of hear it yourself.
1: Um, good job, KP. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yep. Um, you know what? Um, I, the end of your turn. Uh, may roll me a D six. Okay. Okay. You get to choose the next oh, layer. God.
3: Oh. Okay. D six. D six. Okay. Open that. Open, you bastard. There you go. That is going to be a five.
1: All right. Uh, Once again, that chaotic energy forms into these cyclones as it rushes around everyone. I need everybody to make dexterity saving throws. Ah, that was a bad thing. Oh, God. Okay. Or intelligence checks if you so wish.
3: Uh, do, was there Dex in that? Yes, yeah, Dex save, but intelligence okay.
1: save, or intelligence check. Oh, if neither of those work out for you, uh, that brings us uh, Vinley. Uh, but before that, V. Oh yeah. As you
2: rage out, you see the ethereal forms of your ancestors, and just like that happened before when you fought the blue slad, they become solidified forms.
7: Oh! I get a family. <laughs> At least one of us does. They're <laughs> gonna hang out with me. At least someone in this damn
0: party has a family.
7: Yeah, someone's got a right. slack. Harold! Oh,
0: Harold lost his family again.
1: Ooh, there, now you can, can see
2: it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, I mean, he had a family briefly. <laughs>
2: uh, like they're all moment. going to attack uh, this. Barbarian that uh, is around you as everybody tell us your saves.
3: Uh twenty-one for sure
5: Okay, Vinley. Eighteen intelligence save.
0: Sasha Twenty-four intelligence save. Harold? Twenty dex. Okay, and V.
7: Nineteen dexterity. Okay.
6: And let's roll some. Ooh, Natural
1: 20? No. No. Hit, hit, hit. Okay. Uh, three failed on my end.
0: Oh, wait. The natural 20 was the family members, right?
1: Uh,
2: yeah, for attacks.
1: Yeah. Oh. I thought that was
2: right. Uh, yeah, I'm also doing that. I know you're doing that. I got this. <clears throat> uh, everybody passed except for uh, barbarians.
6: Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah! Oh yeah!
2: And you just see, uh, all of your ancestors move together as one, um, but this time their blades and damaging all taking effect as spears, uh, you, uh, from your grandfather, uh, the axe from your grandmother, and then the. Uh, The cleaver just coming in and burying into the spine of this creature as they all just grab on and rip this undead apart
6: cool
0: in my (laughs) mind in my mind one of them whispers the harpers send their regards
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay that is that from that layer, um did everybody pass the layer? action Should- yes okay yeah nobody gets uh nobody
2: got below a 20
1: oh wow no no musical chairs for uh, you guys um <laughs> uh barbarians go um yep lava guy he's done just he, yeah. dead uh another one like comes out of the cyclone n- into the acid by you oh, uh another one. Harold yep is a chaos randomly it rolled it here. Um takes uh <clears throat> takes some acid damage. The one on Shervi's sure spins
2: its movement and action to get up to you but cannot attack. As it is trying is as, as it's climbing up, again it does not seem focused on you. Its vision is higher. Okay. You just so oh. happen to be in its way yep. next turn. Um
1: it's no. gonna take some acid damage. Um and you see it like almost like try to push itself out. It'll make an intelligent save. Uh, it actually hit the DC on the nose. Oh! Uh, it actually pulls itself out of the acid and begins to float upwards.
0: Is Can we see anything that they're trying to aim for? Make a perception check. I would love to. Can
5: I make one as well?
1: Sure.
0: 22.
1: 22? Yeah. Okay. What'd you get, Vinley? 16. 16? There's nothing. I mean, there's a storm. Huh. Yeah. Uh, Vidley, it is your turn. Uh,
5: so there's one. There's none on my platform. No, nope,
1: it got it got go- gobbled up by the cyclone. There's one by
5: Sherby, though, yeah?
1: Yes. Okay.
0: okay. Yeah. Um, so, do we have... Sorry,
5: Finley thinks
2: about. I will remind you. You all have telepathic bond. You keep screaming into the ether. I don't. Uh, you, you did have telepathic without me
0: in it the second time.
2: Oh, did you not put her in it the second time? Uh, That was just connecting with the anarch. Yeah.
0: Oh. Oh. Okay. I didn't think I was in. Do we need to combine the platforms of opposite elements?
5: I don't think Binley is in a place to receive what you just said. <laughs>
6: um,
5: Received did not compute. Yeah, I, th- I think Binley just... Marked
3: as red.
2: <laughs> red. Left you on red.
5: <laughs> so, what Vinly is Binley doing? Walks to the edge of her platform looking at Shervie confused after what she said about turning the chaos into order. And she just shakes her head and goes I think I quite like the chaos and she's going to attempt to change that boulder next to uh that revenant okay into um grasping uh vines of acid to attempt to reach out and grab that bear
2: Okay, got it. Go ahead and uh, make your Intell- intelligence check. 18.
1: <laughs> On the nose.
2: You know, <laughs> as you're ah. trying to do something a little bit more than just making yep. blades this time, uh, and it will make a deck save. Strength save. Strength save. Yeah. Uh, oh, that, that's good.
1: Uh, plus 7. Uh, 15. 15 is what it needed. Uh, so it will take half of, uh, this acid damage. Do it, go ahead and roll 6, D6. Ooh. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Go. 19. Uh, 19. Okay, Mm -hmm. then you, it wraps it up. Uh, it breaks away from it as the acid just splashes. You can see parts of it begin to melt and dissolve the skin, kind of revealing the bone beneath it. But that burning hatred, uh, again, doesn't even seem like it's intent on Shervy, but Shervy's just in the way of it. Right. So.
5: And then with Finley's remaining movement, she just sits down and hangs her feet off the side of the platform.
1: Okay. Okay.
5: All
6: right. Okay. Uh,
1: uh, I will say you are considered prone Okay, yep, that's fine um, Sherby, you watch as your hypnotic pattern uh, rends the two barbarians asunder oh, No no um, And um, Let's see 1 two, 3 That's in darkness. Oh, okay, that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Harold, I need a Wisdom saving throw as a hypnotic pattern begins to form around you as it casts hypnotic pattern.
4: Uh, ten.
1: Uh, you have advantage. It is a charming effect.
4: Okay. Cool. Uh, ten.
1: What's your spell save DC, Shervy?
3: Uh, uh, my D the. Blah, blah, uh, it's spell like seventeen. It's
1: very high. Seventeen, yeah, yeah. seventeen. Uh, the barbarian, as
2: you Same. all see, hypnotic pattern, cast hypnotic, hypnotic pattern. pattern.
4: Oh, I see it cast. <laughs>
2: yes. Yes.
4: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I counter spell. Okay. okay. Uh, What's oh, no. what there
1: Oh yeah.
2: Oh no! What, does that kill? What it type or... of uh, a spell is is abjuration? Correct. Well, hypnotic pattern? No.
4: Counterspell. Counterspell. spell spell. spell is abjuration, yes. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. um, I cast um, it with a warlock spell, so it's fourth level. Okay,
1: and you cancel it, and as you send it out, you slice the hypnotic pattern to pieces, but shards come flying towards you. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> uh, and uh, it'll do its this damage. Yep. Um, uh, go ahead and make me a... Uh, actually, I'll, I'll roll the hit to see if this hits you. Roll d d20. Got yeah, oh, a 15. Does <laughs> a 15 hit? Just hits me. Okay. Um, You'll take 20 <laughs> points of force damage as it just... You dispel it, you, or you counter it, but you it, you literally shred it, and it turns into, like, mini razor blades that just pummel you. Okay, uh,
2: don't, don't counter spell spells. Don't, don't I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so okay. sorry. It's okay. Uh, Hold on. Uh, because it would have been that entire area, a roll. Uh, it fails. The barbarian also takes that damage. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it took 20.
6: So uh-huh.
2: But the spell, after it, it hits the area, dissipates. Yeah,
1: it's gone. That is the living spell. It
6: is, is it. now Harold's, Harold's turn. turn at the start of um, his turn. At the start of this turn. At the start of your turn.
1: Uh you just you're in acid. It sucks. You take twenty one acid damage. And now you can take your turn.
2: get out of the acid i'm assuming i can get out of the acid uh you can uh make a check to swim out of the acid or you can make an intelligence check to manipulate the acid
4: i'm just gonna have to make an intelligence check to manipulate the acid let's do that uh hey all right uh uh that makes a 21 for my manipulation absolutely
1: and you're now standing on clean tile on top of the acid
4: yeah, no, I, I think we're going to take it a step further okay. this time. Okay, do it. Right? Yeah, do it. go ahead. Um, I'm going to turn the acid into a bunch of automated instruments that are all going to begin to play music that I think pertains to whatever this familiar feeling I have is, whatever that feeling brings to me in song. No, you know what? No, it plays Dance Macabre" because that's the song. It's the only one I can think of right now.
2: Uh, Go ahead and make a performance check with advantage.
6: Uh,
1: 30. Um, Okay, as you begin to do this, you can see the wall of chaos surrounding this eye. Begin to shift.
2: And what you see is like this torrential storm begins to smooth out and these lightning bolts just course through it. And as they just keep coursing through it, you can see four lines.
0: If you're talking about sheet music, I think it's five. Mm
6: -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. Five lines. Yes. There are five lines of just chaotic lightning. lightning forming out. And as you're playing this music, you can start to hear those discordant beats and off-tones shift into something that harmonizes. All
1: right.
2: That is a success. Oh,
5: yeah.
2: Uh, that is... But as a performance, as a performer, you now know the music has begun. <laughs> and Shervy, you hear this as well. You f- feel that harmonizing, just being a bard, but you mm-hmm. also know the performance, the music has begun. All
1: right? That bring or that's Harold's turn. It's turn.
0: Its turn.
1: Oh yeah, that thing.
2: No, yep. Yep. I
0: don't like the way mm. you said that.
1: He's
2: fine. V if she's. Yep.
0: yep.
1: You watch as the chaos begins to form Ooh. and morph and pull into itself and take shape as it rises up this undulated mass of elemental chaos as it looks down on UV.
2: You can see just every form, just like the shifting platforms, moving and coursing through it, lightning, like coursing through the cracks of lava that then seep out into mist and smoke that drip down into water and it solidifies into ice. It looks like it's sweating, but it could be acid or poison as just everything that is the elemental chaos is making up this amoebic humanoid form.
1: Um it's gonna go I hate it. As the as massive of chaos uh hits out at you. Uh actually uh yeah, we're gonna do that. Um ooh, that is a Twenty-one or twenty-four to hit you.
7: Twenty-three to hit you. Yeah, that hits.
1: Okay, roll a d8. You don't for wear me. armor. Roll a d8.
7: Alright
4: How much is your AC? Two. You. How much is your AC? Uh, sixteen.
7: Whew. I don't wear armor. I
6: know. I'm, I'm just trying, I'm I make math.
7: up for it in health. Yeah. I have 108 health.
6: Oh, my God. You said God. it
2: was oh. is what you said it was?
7: 16 is my armor class, six, and I seven, rolled a 2 on the D8, by the way. So, so oh,
4: they, oh. They, hit, they hit a 21, right?
7: Yeah, yeah they definitely hit, so like, five, over six.
4: Odds are not... <laughs>
7: He's debating cutting yeah. words.
4: Yeah, I'm debating oh, cutting Oh, I see,
7: I see. Well, I don't know what the D8 did, but I got a 2.
4: Uh, wait, let me, let me try. I mean, hell, I might as well try. Any bookmarks?
1: Sorry, uh, my, my document is crashing. Uh, uh, you take fire damage. It's <laughs> it's fire damage. Oh. But Harold says he might try because he, hey,
2: am I within, within his- Am
4: I within 60 feet to cutting
2: words? Ooh, I don't think so.
4: Okay. I close enough. All right, no
1: worries. Acid, not fire. Acid. Yeah, well,
7: wow, it's
6: not. Okay,
1: boom! Right. Yeah, I got it. Um. All right. Um. How much damage? Did you roll your or was He's he close? too far m- away? Too far away. Got it. Uh, nineteen acid damage.
7: Nineteen?
1: Yep. Nineteen acid damage.
7: Even though I'm raging, does that have?
1: Does not have. Only okay. bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing halves for you.
7: Right. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm.
2: Is that a single target?
1: Uh, single target, yep. So that that is its turn. Uh, It is now... Saisha's turn. Saisha's turn.
0: Okay. Saisha is going to... Saisha's going to um, walk to the edge of this water orb and, and draw her sword and she leans forward and she is going to forced the water to basically crest in a wave that is going to carry her over to where this thing is and propel her. And she's going to attack it um, as she reaches it.
2: Okay. Okay. Go ahead and make a, an intelligence check.
0: Natural 20. Got it. You create this slide. a 22.
2: <laughs> you create the slide as just like embrace okay. yourself as it just slips down. You're going towards V in the in the Chaos Elemental, correct? Yes. Yeah. And you come right next to it.
0: And I want to attack it twice.
2: Okay, attack it twice. That
0: is a I think I'm plus 7. Yeah. Um that is a 21 and a 22 to hit.
1: Uh 21 and 22 both hit.
0: Okay, I'm going to smite on the first one to see how smite works here. Okay. So, it's going to be four plus three, So that's seven. Uh, Eleven. Sixteen. Radiant.
1: Uh, go ahead and roll a d8. Okay. Eight. Uh it is not radiant. It is force damage. Um, oh, that's right. I start I need to roll to see what it's immune to this round. Uh okay, cool. So this round it is over um, right here. Okay. Uh all right. Good. It, you uh you hit it with force damage, not radiant damage.
2: As you s- uh you know, slam into this thing with your blade. Um, made to damage things that are objects. This is not an object, it is a creature, but it hits it almost as if it is an object where your smite just radiates out in this thundering sound that sunders through the stone that is making up parts of this being. Yep.
0: I'm going to smite on the second attack because it went fairly well. 11, 18, 18 plus 6,
2: 24, 27 damage. Uh, roll a D8? Seven. Wild. Um, as this time it courses through, and you see as it stabs into this creature, the, uh, energy that flows off from your smite rolls up through the cracks like the lightning that's running through it as you see it all radiate up into its mind and explode in psychic
0: damage. Nice. It was 26, 27? Uh, 27, I think. Yeah, I think it was 27.
1: It doesn't seem to really be doing much to it. Like, it's taking it, but not as much as it should. Okay. Uh, I right. don't like that. That's Satya's turn. No, I
7: get it. It's okay.
1: Satya, roll a d6. Uh-oh. Three. Three. All right.
2: Oh, I was gonna have this, but yeah, sure. What's going on? That's what it was. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, that's got what it, it is. Cool. I got it. Okay. <laughs> Water over here shifts to acid
6: yep
1: <clears throat> oh good
2: uh earth here and here shifts to diamond <clears throat>
6: uh,
2: earth to diamond yep diamond shifts to ice yep ice shifts to water
1: i can't see who's on it
2: uh no one uh uh v is on ice okay Um, sherby and minley are on diamond Harold, your acid that you are now standing upon but the barbarian is standing within uh what is red
0: magma right
2: Ooh. yep being engulfed in magma's way worse than standing on it (laughs) yep
1: yeah
6: it is
2: and you watch the magma platform shift to smoke
1: um all right
2: as all of these platforms just absorb the chaos around them and begin to morph and change yep
1: uh V I need a con save from you
7: Roll as well one moment like okay. pass is that one? You can I'm re-roll re-rolling it. I'm re-rolling it. I'm re-rolling oh, it. Oh, that was bad. That was bad. <laughs> That's my re-roll. Thanks, guys. Um, and now it's a twenty-five.
1: Nice. <laughs> All right, you are not
2: encased in ice. So and... you changed your con save into a re-roll, which is fine, of your intelligence cool. save, but. That gives oh. you manipulation of the matter, yep. So what are you manipulating it? Yep. the ice. yep, yeah, the ice around you. You can do something with it. You feel yourself become encased in uh, this ice as it's just becoming so frigidly cold., uh, but what does v do with that?
7: Um, is there any way I can like make the ice like, shatter into a bunch of, like, little dagger things that hit my enemies around me.
2: Sounds great. So as it forms up around you, you all watch V just become completely encased in ice as she then just screams out, yeah, there you go, and it just becomes this torrent storm of ice blades towards
1: this uh, uh, elemental chaos being. Go ahead and... uh, Go ahead and uh, roll me a 4d6. Yep. Ooh, that's
7: looking, holy shit. 17. All right. That's that's three fives. That is
1: nice, very nice and you just pummel it and it staggers back a bit, it took a lot from that cold damage.
7: Hell yeah. Got it. Yeah,
1: That cold
2: damage seemed to do a little bit more than what it should have have done. We have to
7: attack
0: it with the platforms, with the things here, I think. Okay, so we gotta
7: use the elements to hit
0: it. Yes, we have to use the chaos here to attack it.
2: Okay. Okay, Kill it with the weapons. weapon. Yep, now we're V. And, and then that was, and yeah. Now it's V's now turn. Now it's yeah. V's now turn. Yeah. turn. Yeah.
7: Alright, well, crap. Do I have any other elements to throw at it around me?
2: <laughs> you could use your action to try and manipulate the matter more. Yeah, just make, make yep. more of the...
7: Okay, I'll try to do it again in a way. Uh, okay. what, make an intelligence check. Okay, an intelligence check, yep, but I a add a D6 to it? Hmm. Okay. Do that. Plus this. Isn't that 20?
6: Yeah! (laughs) So
7: I'm not even adding the D6. (laughs) Unless you want me to.
1: No. You know what? Fine. Do it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Add a D6. Tell us what the full total is just because it's fun.
7: Okay you get a six?
1: 26. All right. Go ahead and roll me your axe damage as if you crit it. So
2: that
6: is oh, going to be okay.
2: uh, a D12 maxed and then another D12 and then brutal critical. Yep. You're also a paladin now. Do you want to put a smite on it? Do it. Yeah, yeah. No,
7: I don't have smite no, yet. Not yet. I just oh, okay. have that's my own the hand. Second level. Okay, so I have a solid 12, and then I add my damage that I roll to yep. that, correct? Correct. I always get so confused with that. Okay, Um. so that's going to be 25 points of damage.
2: Uh, and you, um, I want to say, like, drag your blade, Ken's Edge, across as the ice just freezes up around this. And you jump like up into the it? air. And as you slam into this thing.
1: Sing a that swan song.
7: Yeah! Okay, okay, okay. So here's, here's what, we do, what we do. So I uh, create the, the ice thingies, right? And I like throw it up in the air like I'm serving it with tennis, and I hit the side of the axe with it, and it makes the ice like shatter into a bunch of more spikes, that all that just like and make him Swiss cheese
2: awesome awesome yeah so like i said the, the blade <laughs> drags but with the upkick and the jump you just bring up this uh this ice spike and then cut through it as it just slams into this creature and you watch as all of the magma that was mo- taking up most of its form just begins to cool and solidify but just like erosion in earth the this rapid cooling of this causes the rock to just crumble and break away as it is shattered into pieces. And you took care of that chaos element, real quick. Ace.
0: Boom. Yep.
1: Yep.
7: You're like, yeah, well, great job. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay.
1: Chaos. You're welcome, yep. everybody. Things happen. It was, yep. <laughs> uh, all right, that is uh, V's turn. Sherby.
3: Okay uh so i think she's going to add at this point to Harold's music that he was playing um and kind of weave together like she starts really thinking about when she was a chaotic little child when she was running around and either having her little tantrums or having her um, you know emotional outbursts how her her uh, youngest mom the uh, cobalt would bring her in and sing a s- really soothing song nothing nothing orderly per se but something to kind of tame that inner chaos in her that inner wildness in her to bring her down to keep uh, you know give a little peace right and she starts playing that beat and that though, that that music and kind of tries to weave it into what Harold is already doing and once again, she's imagining all of these notes coming down orderly onto sheet music because that would be part of what her first mom would be doing is making sure everything's orderly, making sure everything is followed by according to how it's written. So taking these two elements of soothe, being soothing and yet orderly at the same time and bringing all this chaos into some sort of a pattern, some sort of a readable sheet of music. Um, is what she will try to attempt.
2: Got it. Go ahead and make a performance check.
3: Okay. Let's go. Oh, this is going to be a good one. That is a 23. 23.
2: Okay. As you're playing this, you start seeing just small explosions in Mm. the, like, where the lightning is coursing around this torrential storm that's swirling around you. You can see bigger explosions that kind of take up, just full of fire and flame that look to take up a whole area. And then Mm -hmm. smaller collisions and sparks of other things that kind of just go in an ascending uh, and descending pattern that are quicker and faster. Just like little flashes of pulsing lights and you start to see what looks to be, as a musician, you can see musical notes, whole notes, half notes, eighths, sixteenths, all being formed out of the chaos that's around you.
6: Okay.
2: Uh, And you start to hear the harmony of chaos around you.
6: That is a second success.
3: Uh, Say that again?
2: That's a second success
3: okay so we need to make more <laughs> okay god right. oh dear gods um and that's basically what she'll probably try doing um ooh, actually as she's playing this and it seems like all of these things are trying to ascend somewhere right where was it that they were trying to ascend to
2: you all you can see the one that's right in front of you still <laughs> looking up just with hate
3: Uh, Can I notice where exactly it's looking?
2: Go ahead and make another perception check.
3: Okay. Uh, Perception check. Come on, give me something. Ooh,
1: 12? It's looking up. You're not really certain. You're mainly (laughs) focusing on Mm -hmm. this wall of sheet music being made out of the elements themselves can't really notice exactly or precisely where it's looking. It's up. You know that.
0: Question for the DMs. Or maybe I should wait for my turn. Never mind.
3: Okay. Okay. Um, Well, then what she's going to then start doing, because it seems like there's something above her. She doesn't know exactly what it is. She's going to start walking in that upward direction, almost as if though these sheet musics are coming below her and creating platforms underneath her that she can then step on as she's going up and up uh, to the next. Oh, no, not even sheet. Sorry, like little mini stages, like uh, a little stage that comes underneath that each step allows her to get to the top in that direction.
2: A crescendo of stages, if you will. Go
6: ahead
3: and make a... uh... Intelligence check. Yep, with a (laughs) D6. Okay. Oh, boy. Please don't fall. Please, where's my intelligence? Uh, There we go. Uh, That is a 15 on the regular die, and then a D6 add-on to that would make it an 18 total.
1: 18 18? is enough to create some stages to step and walk up as you begin to walk up playing your one-person band. Yep. Uh, All right. Layer action. Two, three, four,
6: five.
0: five. One, two, three.
3: uh Oh, okay. Boys, you get her.
0: She's Another. on a little
3: platform. <laughs> yep.
1: V, I need you to roll me a D one hundred and a D twenty.
7: Uh, two separate rolls. I don't have together. Two separate rolls.
1: Okay. I need to know what is on each of them.
7: Okay. Well, the D one hundred is a twenty nine. Okay. The twenty is. A ten. Uh,
1: okay. <clears throat> um. All right. Noted. Hey. Your um. Still considered Alive. medium but you're now over eight feet tall as you begin to grow in size.
7: Okay, so just a little growth spark. Yep,
1: you're not you're not <laughs> large size. Yeah. But you're definitely noticeably taller.
7: Uh yeah, I'm like as tall as that uh, like a Goliath like a tall Goliath dude. Yeah. You're as say, tall as uh, your father probably. <laughs> and that guy we met at that games. <laughs>
2: oh yeah, <laughs> uh, you took the words out of my mouth, Goblin. You might be as tall as your dad, if not an inch or two taller.
1: Yep. Uh, all right, okay. that is that one. Um, the ancestors.
7: <laughs> my clothes <laughs> go from large around? to XL all of a sudden, and it's very <laughs> tight fitting. <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh, we'll they're frozen,
7: that one's that one's gonna be
2: gone.
1: No. They're good. They're not. I already,
2: I already rolled. Okay, good. So, um, uh, go ahead and make an intelligence check for them. Uh, ooh, 17 on the die. Got
6: it.
1: So, you watch as your ancestors just move and meet that barbarian head on uh, as uh, they engage in the fisticuffs. Uh, you see them kind
2: of do what you did as they, like, slice into the ice and it just becomes these platforms that they just start raging and running towards. Shervy, at first, you think they're coming for you as they then oh. slide in across uh, the diamond um, and surround this barbarian.
1: Uh, you do notice that some of them, uh, that they get cut up moving through the diamond.
6: hmm
1: um no actual barbarians on anybody Nope. okay great nope uh, your ancestors fight with the blue bear barbarian Revenants. Vinley, it's your turn
5: all right, so there are no like active combatants other
1: than what is being engaged by currently. Uh, there might be more. uh yeah, you, know, you can definitely see more of the revenant barbarians in, in the the eye of the storm, hovering, like moving across. It looked like they could get pulled into the onto the platforms. But,
5: but I also see Sherby trying to go up as well. Yes, yes. Very well, um, Vinley. Uh, scooches further towards the edge of the diamond, precariously placing most of her body at this point off of the edge of this platform. And she just sadly looks down and thinks about the lesson that she learned once again and thinks, you want me to be honest? Okay. I hate myself. But I can still change. And she pushes up and wills the diamond beneath her to carry her higher and higher.
2: Okay, go ahead and make uh, that intelligence check with a d6. Okay.
5: A 19. 19. And
6: where are you going?
5: Uh, I'm oh. going to try and meet Sherby in the middle of the air. Okay. You move With up. My own stage of diamond.
2: Yes, right. as yeah, the pillar beneath you just slowly raises as you hear this very unearthly sound of what takes millennia of diamond to grow happen in an instant. She smiles at that. <laughs>
1: 72? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: that is Vinly. Mm. Does that? Uh, that was your action to manipulate it.
5: You have bonus, if you so wish. Um, bonus action. She'll actually just send Savard over to Shervie. Okay. And Ooh. have Savard's wings flap in beat to the music that Shervie
1: is playing sure you see this little blue butterfly that has this little Whoa. skull design motif on the wings, and uh, that uh, lands on your shoulder and begins to beat its wings to the beat. Yay.
3: Does that does that give me anything?
1: It does not.
3: <laughs> okay. No
0: the worries. warm fuzzies. Uh, yep, a warm yeah, feeling. the warm
3: fuzzies. Yay.
5: Oh, how about this? The beat of the Savard's wings uh, through the synesthesia uh, sounds like a metronome rather than feels like wings beating against your face. So you keep perfectly in
1: time.
2: <laughs> I
5: like
1: that. You want to grab something to replicate it? It's just... Oh,
6: within 10 feet.
1: Oh, okay. Got it. It can get there. Uh, so the um, living hypnotic pattern moves uh, to where okay. Harold and Seisha are.
2: Not
6: Harold and oh, Sasha. No.
1: V, v and Seisha, right? Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, and, and what
6: now? <sighs>
0: the, the living spell has yep, come to there, us. There
1: is uh, a cacophony of, of musical notes that are attacking you. Um,
2: uh, yeah, as this orchestra moves towards you and just the sound of their music. Uh, Both of them uh, make one attack to you each and both hit.
0: Okay.
1: All right, Uh, V.
7: That's a lot of dice. For
6: both
7: of us, you know?
1: 17 (laughs) points of force damage. And Seisha, 20 points of force damage. No. As
2: it's like being just bombarded, you can feel your pulse being changed by the bass that is
1: just sundering your form. <laughs> um Harold, it's your turn. Sorry, I had
4: to grab a Peabody. All right. <laughs> um <laughs> he doesn't ever meow and he started screaming at me he was like "Never, meow. never meow. So cute. he's singing okay so what should i what should i do yeah you're trying to stay on beat with me aren't you let's let's stay on beat i think that's what i'm gonna do i'm going to uh take my action to perform more all right sounds great music doesn't kill anybody yep are you pulling out your accordion yeah i would uh, yeah
1: i would assume so great. yes course yeah i don't know if you were singing before or, or what no no, no i okay. assumed
4: it was all accorded. Accorded. do Wait. i still have advantage on this or no
2: uh no it was yeah um you
4: were clear.
1: just regular this time
6: got
2: it it was because you created that orchestra for that turn all that right. gave you uh, that uh that
1: bonus 22 22
2: that is another success Sasha, <whistles> uh, it is currently your turn
1: Yep. Okay, you, that was so your action. Harold, uh, do you oh, yeah, want to do, do anything we... with your bonus action? Or move? No, I'm okay. moving. Um, yeah, uh, oh, you just continue with this. He is on magma. Oh, that's right, you are standing on magma.
4: <laughs> uh, you sure you don't want to move? Oh, uh, well, I mean, I will I will move. If, I, I'm sure I take the damage regardless, because I started in it, but I would, I would move out of magma, sure. Uh, let me see, is it start your turn? I think it is.
1: Starting your turn, yep. It's hot. It's real hot. It's real hot. Not too bad. This is probably gonna drop me, guys. Uh, you take thirty points of fire damage. Yeah, that oh. drops
2: me. Okay, so oh, no. uh, you did yeah, not get to success. play the music. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You did. I would say you did not get to play the music. Yep, because that would have been
1: at the start of your turn. Right. So you all see Harold fall and begin to slowly be submerged into magma. No! Seisha, it's your turn.
0: Okay. Uh, Not trusting chance, Uh, Seisha is going to move herself over to where Harold is, and... He's going to reach into the magma and pull him out of it as she casts uh, healing hands on him. Okay. I
1: need you to make me an intelligence saving throw to move from one platform to the other. You feel that gravitational pull trying to keep you onto that platform.
0: I'm using my reroll. Okay. That was a good use. Um, intelligence. Dirty 20. And that is exactly what you needed to be able to move on of
6: this oh. platform.
2: Well, used her re-roll, so as you feel... Like, you jo- go to move off, but you feel just your platform pull you back. How do you manipulate the matter in order to move to the next platform?
0: Um, I am standing on acid, correct?
2: You are standing on uh, uh, ice. Ice? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay.
0: Um, so what I'm picturing is the ice starts to creep up her leg and she looks down at it and shakes her head. And the, the ice sort of comes out and fractalizes even further. And it begins to multiply further and further away from itself so that it opens up around her leg as the ice grows out into uh, little like hoarfrost crystals. And she moves forward. Out of
2: that. Okay, so you're creating a bridge or like staircase yeah, out of ice.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, and move over to Harold, and you grab Harold and pick him up out of the magma, and you say you're using healing hands, your yes, your uh, ASMR ability.
0: Yes. Okay.
4: How much does that heal me?
0: Uh, ten hit points. Thank
4: you. <laughs> Um,
1: all right. She is reaching into the lava, though. She is reaching yep. into the lava. Uh, it is... You're going to take... I'm just going to
6: roll
1: it. hmm It burns. A lot. I got it. It's... Yeah, okay. It's what it is on here. Got it. The deal okay. 18. Ooh. hmm Yeah, that's, that's why I didn't uh-huh, even uh-huh, roll uh-huh. for the other one. Uh-huh. I was like, he's gone.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: all right, so...
2: Oh, that was a lot of diced. What we have been doing is because it's so many, we roll one and just kind of do a multiple. So now we're Ooh. rolling all of them because this could be a make or break.
1: You're going to take 53 points of fire damage. <gasps> roll a d6.
0: I don't need to. I have 52 uh, hit points.
2: Uh okay. Uh, I will say that um, as you're Hi, pulling Harold out use
0: shield?
2: Oh, yeah?
0: No, cuz I I was intentionally reaching into lava. I wasn't attacked. Yeah, no, because it's not an attack. not yourself. <laughs> Nothing can save me from myself. Um, I, I
2: I will say that in this action, there is a self-sacrifice as your healing hands does go through as you pull Harold out, but you yourself are succumbed to the heat. Yep. Uh, but yes, please go ahead and roll that d6.
0: Okay.
4: One. This isn't good because... We're both just gonna fall right back in the lava. Well, gonna...
0: no, because I pulled you out and then fell backwards, so you're falling on top of me. Yep. I'm not standing in the lo- in the magma.
2: Okay. Um, so uh, uh you see Harold, as you come to, you see Seisha just her whole arm just singed and it's it's gross looking to the point it's making you like gag at watching her arm
1: degloves. Gross.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: As as you both fall back onto the ice platform that she has created. Okay. Um, at the end of Sasha's turn, layer action number two. two. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, Seisha, go ahead and roll a D ten. Let me know the number you two. get. Two. Two. Yes if you have a total, your current hit point total is even.
2: Does zero count as even? It is. about
0: to say, this brings
5: up a very interesting mathematical Yes, we
2: would that say that the uh, numerical number gifted to us by, yeah, I is. believe, the Arabics in, in actual <laughs> history
1: uh, will be considered uh, even. Yep, so zero is even. Uh, so if your, if your current hit point total is even, you heal 28 hit points.
6: Woo! Woo! Yeah!
1: So, Harold, you were at 10 hit points, so you heal 28.
6: Oh. Wow. By the way, uh,
3: correction... Uh, the zero was uh, discovered by a Hindu astronomer and mathematician named Brahmagupta. Oh, there you go. in six hundred
1: twenty-eight. What an nice. amazing like <laughs> trivia knowledge right there. That's awesome. There you awesome. go.
7: How, oh. sorry, how much do you heal if you're uneven? Twenty-eight. Number? Twenty-eight. Okay.
1: If you were even, I yeah. <laughs>
7: seventy-two, baby. There you go. <laughs> you <know? Plus> twenty-eight <laughs> is one hundred. Did anybody exactly
0: not everybody? heal? Huh? Did Wait, anybody
2: not heal? No,
0: honey, you're at zero. You heal, weren't you? I was. Yeah, I I that that I was
2: good. No,
5: no, Raya's no, up. I'm at full. Billy's uh, up. Yeah. I haven't taken a single point of hit points. <laughs> yeah. <I'm on>. Uh, <laughs> I.
6: I, I, I just picture
0: Seisha waking up and looking at her skinless arm.
6: <laughs> <gasps> what did that? What I could uh, on uh,
3: hands for five. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and I got on number.
1: Health hit points. Oh, have odd. It, 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 was the, it was all in the roll. Uh, welcome it to was chaos, baby.
0: People who needed it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right, uh, V. It's your turn. There's no immediate threat aside aside from the uh, the barbarian that your ancestors are going against, the revenant your ancestors are going against.
7: I mean, I guess I could help out with that.
1: Okay. Uh, go ahead yeah. and make me an intelligence check uh, or saving throw, your choice. With a D6.
2: Then Shervie, you're coming up next.
3: I right, just, just letting you know, I did get an... I have an odd hit point. I have 53. That's okay. You just didn't get healed. Okay, I didn't know... No, no, you okay. just... All right, okay, yep, cool. No negative oh.
1: to odds, just didn't get the okay, healing. Yeah,
3: re- Y'all, y'all, y'all been playing that, that uh, in a very, you know, hard and fast way, so I didn't know... <laughs>
1: Uh, oh,
2: but dirty like
7: 20. Dirty default. 20?
1: That's okay. That's exactly what you Ooh. needed to move platforms.
7: Get out of town.
1: Yeah. Yep. As you okay. jump Ooh. and just leap over and head over there Ooh. and go ahead and make your two attack rolls as you land next to this uh, revenant fighting your uh, your uh, ancestors.
7: All right. Uh, heck yeah.
1: Uh, that's right. How much? I'm
7: going to attack recklessly as always because
1: I like advantage. Oh, there goes low.
7: And then...
1: Um, uh, and you're going to take... Just so you know, 13 points of slashing damage halved to uh, 6 for moving okay. through the diamonds.
7: Alright, uh, so it's 25 to hit. 25 hits. And the first hit's going to be, um... 21 points of damage. Go ahead
1: and just sing us that swan song okay. with your ancestors. As, um,
7: gosh, what does this thing look like again? Uh, it,
1: an undead barbarian. With like burning coals for eyes.
7: Oh jeez. Um. Well. Uh. I feel like. At, you know. My ancestors were like. You know. Going a little. Ham on this guy, and I just show up, and I'm just like, Yep, in the eye, and he just die, cause he, we're gonna assume he was already low.
6: Love it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You, yeah, you
7: come and ceremoniously so just like. Boop.
1: Like, coming in with the axe, but not coming in, and just taking the pommel and driving it into the yeah. eye, bringing it down and pinning it into the ground, but it the head hits one of the diamond shards and just cracks open like a watermelon uh, as you pull it back up. Yeah,
7: make it would uh, get cooler.
1: But yeah, that pretty,
2: pretty much is what I said. So. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> all of your ancestors cry out with you.
7: We live, we
2: die! Yeah, we live, we die! die. And Shirvi, you hear, like, this barbarian rage beneath you of this chanting, you know, uh, yeah, Tantra? I think that's a word, yeah. Um, Tantra. But beneath you. No,
6: no, that's something else. (laughs) (laughs) Tantra.
3: Tantra. Mantra.
0: Mantra? Mantra. Mantra. Okay, okay.
3: Tantric is kind of um, a... Well, like, I guess... No, I mean, Tantric is is more of like black magic. Oh, yeah. Not okay. necessarily not, black, no. but God. like... Uh, right. just, it uh, is a form of magic, but sure it has turn. bad connotations. Uh, okay. Um, I'm going to keep going up and keep playing my song, man. Right. Go ahead and make a performance uh, check. Okay. Oh, God. Come on, baby. Performance is a... Fourteen. Oh, that was a nat one. Right.
6: Ah.
0: Did you use your reroll already?
3: Uh, but I thought that was only for intelligence rolls, and I did use it. Uh,
2: yeah, no, this it's, is it's not a reroll to
0: manipulate.
2: This isn't really manipulating matter. This is harmonizing uh. the chaos. Um, it's a little okay. different. Um, okay.
0: Do, wait, I uh,
3: remember uh, double checking. I remember when uh, when Harold played. He got an advantage. Did I get an advantage last time? I don't think I got an no, advantage. No, it was because Unless he created
2: one. an orchestra.
3: Okay. Um,
2: All right.
0: I mean, she kind so of yeah, that an was an orchestra.
3: <laughs> I'm a walking orchestra. I'm a full-on <laughs> goddamn band, man.
7: Full-ass <laughs> band.
2: If you would like to try... No, because your action is performance. Mm. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, it, I guess.
3: Go it was ahead, a nat one for a total, of, total of
0: 14. Yeah, go ahead and make it. Well, okay. An I haven't got a 14. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, because I have a 13 in
0: performance.
3: <laughs> so, oh, okay, just a straight intelligence. That <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, That is a 17.
1: Go ahead
3: and. I, do I add the six to this? You add the six
1: to it. It's an intelligence check. Okay,
3: okay, okay. Hold up, hold up. Uh, Oh, God, oh, God. With. Uh eighteen total.
1: Eighteen? Go ahead and re-roll yes. your performance check. Woo! Okay, and tell come on, us baby. how you manipulate the chaos.
2: Reminding you that in the center of all of these <laughs> platforms is your
3: hypnotic pattern. Uh, uh, I essentially and I feel like at this point, she is trying to encompass anything that is chaotic in here, right? And part of that chaos. Is this technotic pattern that completely went out of control and is basically she's trying to soothe this hypnotic pattern and trying to like just come back to her, come back to what it's supposed to be, not be this chaotic thing? Uh, so I got and I got a 29 total,
2: a 29 total,
3: yes. As my, my, oh, I shoot, I did persuasion, I clicked the wrong one, but it's same thing, it, will, it would have been the same thing, okay? Yeah, that's fine. Plus yeah.
2: Um, as yes. long as the modifier is the same, doesn't matter. Um, yep, yep. And as V takes down this form, as saisha is pulling Harold out of the magma to find respite on this platform of ice, as uh, Vinley is rocketing up into the air with you, you start seeing this torrent storm just creating this amazing percussion and music where the explosions if someone were to have perfect pitch could pick out exactly what notes are being played. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. as you manipulate the chaos you turn it from being discordant into harmonious. And you all hear the entire area around you go from pure chaos into a symphony. That is the most chaotic yet beautiful song you've ever heard. As it continues and everything becomes one. As this happens, you see a funnel begin to pour in from the top. Like a centrifuge within this eye of the storm. Where everything should be calm. And from that starts this torrent of mist pouring in from the edges of this elemental storm begins to take shape and solidifies into this grand citadel as everything else washes away and the chaotic music that was everywhere is now just walls of mist the song continues to play, and all of your platforms solidify into elegant platforms of this grand, like, almost cathedral citadel. And Shervy. you feel godlike power imbued within you.
3: What? Okay.
6: What? Okay. Okay.
2: And you uh, have... I... You have the power to do one thing of anything you want. What does Shervy
6: wish? Oh, boy. Oh.
3: I think at this point does she with this does she gain any knowledge on how all of us can make it to safety first I think that's the first thing she thinks about is how yeah. can I get my friends to safety how can I come out of this situation and bring them out of this you
2: do not have to make this choice right now if you want to talk to them real quickly before you mm-hmm. make your decision you can um I uh I is is everybody is everybody okay and you're all yeah. in different platforms but you can easily get to each other if you so wish
3: i Relatively. i think about it i think about it and i bring the platforms into one like make it into one giant platform it does not one, work anymore
2: uh, you are oh you realize that you you know in your being, although the there's that harmonious music that almost sounds like Gregorian chant. That's very low now, uh-huh. coming emanating from the mists that are hundreds and hundreds of feet away from you. Uh, you are no longer in limbo.
3: Oh, um, I I think, I think we're out of it. Yeah, I think,
4: I think so too. I, I don't. Think... Taste my thoughts anymore.
3: Well, oh yeah. Um. I, I don't know it. How I feel weird.
4: Uh. Me too.
7: Uh. I think I'm going into shock. But don't you know do that. You know that feeling you get when you're used to, you got used to being on a boat, and then you like get on land, and then you're like, whoa.
6: Shervy, why do you uh, feel yeah. it?
0: What what's wrong, Shervy? I I, f- I feel like I can
3: I can do anything. Um I don't know, I can't describe it, but I think
2: the best way to and describe it
3: Mhm would mm-hmm. be chaos perfectly
2: harmonized within you. It's not your spirit balanced, but what you did Mhm has solidified
3: within you. Okay. And does it... It doesn't quite... It's so... Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Okay. Uh, she goes, I, I... I think I may have found a way... I think I might have found... My... My, my home. What? My, my parents. What? I think... I think... Wait, I think... That's I don't amazing. know. I can't describe it. I could try it. I don't know. I, I really don't know what this is. Uh, or it's just a, one more step in, in the process. But I've been.
5: Vinley walks up to Shervie and grabs her hands like very jarringly. Huh. Uh, you said you can do anything, Shervie, so do it.
0: I'll um, find now, your calm family. Down. Calm down.
3: I, and you see her like. Laughing and, like, tears welling up and start crying. And she goes, okay, okay, Uh, let me try.
6: Uh, Wait, wait,
0: just in uh, case, before you do.
6: Yeah, okay.
0: And Seisha walks over and with, uh, she holds her arms out for a second and then looks down at them Mm -hmm. and casts Lay on Hands on her arms. (laughs) Um, So she's going to use all 40 40 out of 45 to heal. Okay. and then she holds her arms out to Shirby for
4: a hug. Uh, Harold will also come in and hug if if Shuri hugs. Uh,
3: yeah, yeah. Shuri goes around and then like just like I guess at this point like dog piles into them. It's um, so just like, oh, I'm, I'm I'm. Well, I don't I don't know yet. I'm so and you could see like there's still that level of uncertainty. It's just like it's like that thing where like. Is this for real? Is this really gonna happen? Is this finally about to happen kind of a feeling? Um, and then she goes, I don't know what will happen if I, I don't know what will happen if I try this or w- w- if I'll just go somewhere else or, I really don't know. I, I really don't know what's going to Probably happen. That's why I wanted but...
0: a hug first. <laughs> um,
3: uh, and then she kind of looks, pats herself down and then she pulls off the kazoo that she had on her and then hands it to Seisha and then she has like other like smaller instruments like she has um the 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 not a harp it's it looks like a little mini harmonica the Pan flute? Pan, pan flute and then like gives that to uh Harold and then gives um like the clackers the 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 castanets that she has to to V and uh the she has like little mini cymbals and gives that to Benley and she goes i i don't know if they'll be useful <laughs> maybe but Maybe something to remember me by. Um, it was great meeting all of you. Uh, hey, and you then too. she turns. And she turns to Sasha and she goes, "Don't forget the note." <laughs> <laughs> um.
7: Hey, Shervy,
0: give your mom a hug for me. Uh,
3: I'll do my best. Uh,
0: Tell all of them they did a wonderful job.
3: Thank you. Uh I don't know what to say. I uh, um okay, uh I'm gonna I'll try it now, I think. and, and then she kind of uh steps back and she goes, I, I hope you find your own home soon. And then wishes for her to, to be with her family. The one thing she's always wanted to be together with and find her parents, if possible. Or at least whatever the next step would be to get her there, if it's not directly the path there. Okay.
2: I want to ask Shervy what she appears. You all watch as this the song that played in Limbo echoes out away from Shervy as she just dissipates into ambient light and sound. Just like raindrops washing away in the wind. And Shervy, you appear at your home. Mm. In the world you left ages and ages ago, and she is outside. What does she <gasps> do?
3: In front, I would imagine, is this almost like a... Not really an in shervy shervy's
2: outside clarification.
3: Right. Yeah, right. Okay. So in front of her it looks like a tiny little not a hut, kind of like one of those wood cabins. And outside she would see like the typical like the clothesline with clothing if there was some that's what she remembers her home like is a tiny little cabin in the woods with like clothing lines outside and uh, a, a you know a place for campfire where she remembers them playing music at night. Um, I would imagine there's a small little shed. That's kind of like a repair shed where like they, and a storage shed where they go in to repair their tools, repair their instruments. Um, uh, and then, yeah, that's just a simple place, but it's got color. It's got flags everywhere. It's got all these little trinkets strewn about from all of their adventures. Um, and, uh, Is there smoke coming out of the chimney?
2: There is the slightest bit, not like it's fully on right now.
3: She slowly takes steps to the front door and hesitates to open it and stands there for almost like, seems like 10 minutes and she opens the door and without really taking into account anything, she just says in an audible voice,
2: I'm home. You do not get a response.
5: I'm,
3: I'm home. And then before she uh, does anything, she looks at the doorstep looks into the empty cabin, and she goes, one more step, and steps through, and closes the door behind her. And as
2: you step through, you see that things have changed. But as you call out, you do not hear anybody return, and you go to see who was cooking. And mm-hmm. You see that there are very light embers still left. But what you do find on the table is a note. Is a stack of notes.
3: I pick it up with shaky hands.
2: And you start and reading, start, th- start reading mm-hmm. through them. And they are letters of apologies. Saying that they are sorry they left you alone for so long. Um, Can't wait to see you. And you start reading and said, we have learned that you have gone looking for us, so we went looking for you. We can't wait to hear your songs and your stories. And resting under what you moved aside, like, quickly, or was covered by one of the notes is a strange-looking metal bar that forks off and twists around itself as you Mm -hmm. recognize a tuning fork. And one of the last letters says, Come find us.
3: You see Shuri's, uh, like, grip tight on those notes and start laughing and crying and then like takes the notes, hugs them close to her chest for a bit before taking the tuning fork and then tapping it once
2: with that little bit of chaotic energy with your wish spell to find your family the planar shift spell goes off and
1: Shervy's story continues somewhere else in the cosmos. As the BFGs find themselves staring at the front gate of the Citadel of Mists. And that is where we're going to end tonight's story.
6: Oh. Oh, my heart! Shervy sure, sure, oh, Oh, my heart! <sighs>
2: thank you for joining us on this slightly longer uh, episode. If you have not entered already, enter hashtag beyond and hashtag Eldritch for your chance to win a player's bundle or an Eldritch Foundry miniature. We cannot thank you enough, KP, for joining us in these amazing two episodes of chaos. Uh, there you go. That's what was happening. We should have described Woo! them as yep, um, go. icosahedrons. Um, Freaking cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I
6: love that
0: thing.
2: <laughs> but Shervy was amazing. Um, we also want to say thank you. We know that bleed was deep tonight, but we want to thank you so much for going on this thought experiment of uh, true self reflection that people need to do.
1: Wonderful, wonderful uh, episode. Thank you, KP. Thank you, thank everyone, you so yes, much. for an incredible episode, uh, uh, bringing a little bit of order to chaos. Um, we are gonna pull winners.
0: Oh my goodness! I love <laughs> oh, Sherby okay. so much. Oh, I know
6: she's so oh. great,
7: and I love I love her design. So when are you coming back? <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist,
3: I'm your mom. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> Please. Yes. Well do you know, I'm, I'm
7: gonna
0: I'm gonna spoil Rhea's secret here. Rhea hit me with this at the start of tonight and she was like, Hey, I have a theory. I'm like, What's that? And she goes Shervy's actually Seisha's sister. They have the oh, same last oh. mom. And I was like, oh, why would you do thing. Thing? <laughs> I would love that, though. Uh, why I, would you I put that yeah. in
7: my head.
6: It's I mean, too perfect. All right, oh, we have our winners. Uh, winner of the
1: D&D Beyond Players Bundle is Tone Manned. Woo! Tone Manned, yes. And the, winner, hey, winner,
2: and the winner of the Eldritch Foundry miniature is Uh Ruin Randir. So congratulations to you. I'll be
1: in touch this week to get you those. And again, thank you all so much for joining us. Be excellent to each other. May
2: You always roll with advantage. Good night, everybody.
0: That's where we're going to end this part of the story. Trust me, there's more to come, and you don't want to miss it. D4
2: is a 5e Dungeons & Dragons live actual play stream and podcast starring co-DM's Dustin Fletcher and Devin Henderson. With Katie Downey as Seisha Vallisbart, Patrick Logan as Voss, Ethan Monsour as Harold Hovelton, Katie Adkins as V Vetterock, and Rhea Sunshine as Vinley Gallinodell. To find out where to subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our community with extra content on Discord and Patreon, visit d4dndrpg.com. Please consider taking a moment of your time to rate and review us online and tweet us at d4dndrpg as word of mouth and recommendations will help us continue to grow so we can share stories with you all. Thank you for listening and being excellent to each other.
1: Hey everyone, Dustin here. We want to take a moment to thank some of our BFF patrons from the BFG tiers and higher. Cameron M., Christina P., thank you so much.